We're live. Freedom Friday. It is Freedom Friday. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, fellow domestic terrorists and MAGA Republicans who threaten the rule of law. You are all welcome here. Who uh, threaten the rule of law. Yep. It, yeah. It's that's, Friday. That's what we do, by, us, us MAGA Republicans. This week went by really quick. I, I felt like I woke up on Monday, and then it was Thursday. And now it's Friday, and that's pretty wild. If you're in the chats, what's I going on? Goes, Alan, with the chats, week. chats everywhere, Foxhole, Rumble, Facebook, Getter, wherever you are. We're here. We're live. We could see you. Say what's up, where you're from. If you don't yes. hear us, tell us. If you hear us, even Come better. Come in the chat on the government with your favorite domestic terrorists. And uh, like and subscribe. Hit the follow button wherever you're watching. It really helps us. We're heavily, heavily, heavily shadow banned. Probably the most censored podcast on the internet. I'm uh, not I'm not shadow banned. James is because he's ugly and nobody likes him. Well, this is true. Nobody fucking likes me. But we'll talk about that on the show today, about what's going on with Twitter. But there's so many other things that we got to get into before we dive into that. Um, it's been a spicy week, man. It's been a really, really spicy week. And I, I really have been enjoying the, uh, meltdown and the, the awakening of so many people all across the country. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, listen, as long as the public is seeing everything that's going on and all the nefarious nonsense, you know, uh, it's, it's amazing how many people still think that the weaponization of federal agencies is a conspiracy and it's not really happening. We know it's happening. Um, we see it's happening. <clears throat> we have FBI whistleblowers, which it's wild. When the Democrats have a whistleblower, they want to <laughs> keep them apps, They want to keep them safe. They want to keep them anonymous. Like Lieutenant Colonel Vindman was not a whistleblower. He was not a whistleblower. He there was a whistleblower behind him, which they never wanted to. They never did actually. I don't think they. We, we still to this day we don't know who that whistleblower was. And we, we we know we know they just never told us. It was Eric Ciarmella, right? And 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 you couldn't. I don't know if people like people forget, dude. People, you literally could not type this guy's name on the internet. It would get immediately wiped off the face of the earth. Like it yeah. wasn't even. It wasn't even like they told you this tweet has been deleted because of this, that, and the other. Like they would just like wipe it clean as if you never put it out on the internet ever, ever at all. Uh, you could not say his name, and and people were losing their accounts and uh, getting censored and throttled heavily just for saying this guy's name that they tried so hard to keep anonymous and keep quiet and it's look at how that keeping. works. Huh? It's amazing how that works when they don't want something, um, you know, uh, posted or seen how they don't allow you to post it. Or when you go to search for it, you can't find it, that it just gets scrubbed. I mean, that whole, so many different types of, of censorship. It, it, it's really oh, um, the George Soros video that we played on, on Tuesday. Everybody right. was messaging me for the video because they're like, I can't find it anywhere. It's like not possible. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking for it too. And you had said I, I couldn't find it anywhere. Uh, you can't find it. 60 minutes wiped it off the face of the earth. It's wild. Oh, everybody likes my shirt. My Donald Trump did nothing wrong shirt, which Laura Loomer great american patriot down in florida she actually sells them on her website 
you know, look up Laura Loomer on Twitter and get, she's got these Donald Trump did nothing wrong t-shirts. And she was the OG of selling these. She was selling these back, I think, since it was either, it's either 2017 or 2019, one or the other. Someone accused her of like, oh, all of a sudden you're selling Donald Trump did nothing wrong t-shirts. No, she, she was the, she's the OG. Think, think, think about how long Donald Trump has been attacked and persecuted for. Like this has been going on, this, <laughs> this Russian investigation. This Russian investigation is like we're just finding out publicly that we were right the entire time. Uh, yeah, well, I guess well, this week, but we've been talking about this for years, probably six, six years at this point that we've been talking about this whole entire situation. But they'll still, they're still, even though, even after this. So it's great because when the Durham report came out, you still had people, even mainstream media outlets, literally saying that it was a big nothing burger and it was lies, mm-hmm. and that the Russia, that the, the the Russia collusion that is real, that they're still out there saying it. Um, I even mean, though the FBI did a full apology. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the FBI we, we not it on Tuesday. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know if they call it an apology. It's not an apology. The the no, but the, they admitted wrong doing. They, they acknowledged that there were things that needed to be corrected, and had those those systems been in place, that things might have not happened or gone differently. Yeah, so yeah. if they had to make corrections, then they did something wrong. Obviously, they had to correct it. So. They they realized their own mistakes. They corrected themselves before they got caught. They didn't tell anybody that they made these mistakes. They just corrected it behind the shadows and uh, expect us to just believe them. You know, we had we had the um, FBI whistleblowers, which we're going to get into. We had those three FBI agents or two agents and an analyst, whatever it was. It doesn't matter. Um, uh and literally, they sat there at this hearing, which, what was it, two days ago? Yesterday, the day before, day, two days ago, maybe? Um, Tuesday, I think it was. Um, and they were basically dehumanized by Democrat members of Congress that literally uh, accused them in so many words of, you're not a whistleblower. What you are is a disgruntled Mm-hmm. employee of the FBI that has grievances with your employer and you decided to make this political and partisan and go to Republicans and specifically say you didn't want to talk to Democrats because you are political hacks who have a problem with authority and government. That's what the de- that's what the Democrats literally accused these uh these FBI agents. And and if you didn't watch um the hearings you should at least go back and we'll play we're going to play a couple clips these guys uh one actually we're going to play in a minute and we'll talk about him um this guy garrett o'brien o'boyle was um fbi agent he was reassigned with his family across country they all lost their security clearances. That was another thing that the Democrats are accusing them of. Like, oh, they're all, they're still under investigation of why they lost their security clearances. Like, well, let's we know why they lost their security clearances. They're being retaliated against. Mm-hmm. Same thing that Merrick Garland sat there and specifically said, and Chris Rice specifically said that the Bureau and the DOJ would not retaliate against any employee who turns out to be a whistleblower. They would not retaliate against whistleblowers. They lied under oath. In, at Congress, they should both be impeached for lying under oath to Congress. So, this guy, 
Garrett O'Boyle with his young kids and his wife move across country. And like the day he gets there, he's suspended and the FBI like holds all of his belongings hostage. Yes. They, they, they set him up. No, no, no. They, they told him to sell his house. Mm-hmm. They took care of the whole entire move and they probably knew that exactly what they were doing. And they were like, yeah, we're going to transfer you over here. So you got to move your whole entire family. Uh, and as soon as he got here, the very first day he went to work, he had a two week old baby. I'm in Jordan. Mm-hmm. And they suspended the guy like they they dragged this guy through the mud and his uh, list of accomplishments and things that he's uh, done in his life inside the military, inside the police force and inside the FBI uh, is in a, a very, very strong reputation uh, for great they, work. These guys, have, they, they've 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 won commendations. They've won awards. The one guy, uh, the last name, Alan, I think he's the analyst. He spells it with two L's, though, Alan. He spells it wrong, A-L-L-E-N. But it's a last name, so it's okay. He um he was employee of the year or agent of the month or something like agent that. Agent of the year in, in, in his year. district. Agent of the year in his district in 2019. Like, these aren't bag of shit agents, you know, and they were called they they were accused of being political shills because Cash Patel literally these guys were left jobless. They weren't allowed to seek secondary employment. Nope. They were uh, not being paid. They were trying to raise families and feed their family, and they became charity cases. Cash Patel donated to two of their uh, donation funds that family mm-hmm. and friends had started for them, and they were grilled about that by this asshole congressman from New York, this guy Goldman. Because he was trying to paint them as a picture of, oh, you're nothing but a MAGA Republican shill and taking money from somebody that, oh, has been investigated by the federal government and all of this nonsense. Um, so, you know what? I think we're going to just get right into it. it, it it's a, it's a five-minute video, and this is um, FBI agent Garrett O'Boyle. It's his opening statement of why he was sitting down with the Weaponization Committee uh, chaired by um, Congressman Jim Jordan, um, who, you know, had, and there was so much going back and forth with the members of Congress, too. They were trying to talk over each other and the screaming and the yelling and the this and the that and all. It was a shit show. It, it, and they're, they're all such clowns. They're just yeah. such clowns. Um, they don't know how to act. Complete assholes. It is what it is. That, that's what we got in Congress. So, listen, uh, if you're in the chat, and you can't hear the audio or you can hear the audio. Either way, somebody just uh, thumbs up and let us know. We checked it and everything, and it was working. So here we go. Chairman Jordan, members of the committee, thank you for addressing FBI malfeasance and allowing me to speak today. Aside from that point of gratitude, I'm sad, I'm disappointed, and I'm angry. Let us know in the chat if you can hear it. about the weaponization of the FBI and DOJ. Weaponization against not only its own employees, but against those institutions and individuals that are supposed to protect the American people. I'm here today because even though I'm wrongfully suspended from the FBI, I remain duty bound to the American people to play my small role in rectifying these issues. After all, I never swore an oath to the FBI. I swore an oath to the Constitution. Bravo. I've served my nation and community my entire adult life, first in the United States Army, then as a police officer, and lastly as an FBI special agent. Shortly after high school, I joined the United States Army where I served in the infantry and I was quickly promoted through the ranks. I deployed to both Iraq and Afghanistan in support of Operation Iraqi Freedom and Operation Enduring Freedom. I served in the historic 101st Airborne Division. I received the Combat Infantryman's Badge, which is awarded to those infantrymen who engage in ground combat with our nation's enemies. The Army's official motto is, this will defend. 
Along with numerous others, I volunteered to serve this nation, risking my life in combat to protect America and her values. I know some of the best men and women this country has to offer. They come from all backgrounds, races, and creeds. They helped mold me into the person I am today. Each was willing to sacrifice, and many did, to protect this great nation. It is our duty to honor their sacrifices by standing up for what is right, regardless of the difficulty. After serving in the Army, I became a police officer. Police officers, like me, are imperfect beings, but we strive to uphold the law and the Constitution. People who go to work every day trying to make their communities better, yet who nonetheless are faced with budget cuts and calls for defunding as we continue spiraling away from law and order as a nation. While serving as a police officer, I finished my bachelor's degree graduating with honors in criminology and law studies. Shortly thereafter, I began the long road to becoming an FBI special agent, a position I once understood to be the pinnacle of law enforcement and a way to continue to serve this nation and protect and defend the Constitution. During my four years as a special agent, I received the highest annual review an employee can receive. I volunteered for, tried out for, and was selected for an FBI SWAT team. I also volunteered for, tried out for, and was selected for a new unit the FBI created. I also received an award for my work on an anti-abortion extremism case. I've been smeared as a malcontent and subpar FBI employee. This smear stands in stark contrast to my life in public service. This smear campaign, disgusting as it is, is unsurprising. Despite our oath to uphold the Constitution, too many in the FBI aren't willing to sacrifice for the hard right over the easy wrong. They see what becomes of whistleblowers, how the FBI destroys their careers, suspends them under false pretenses, takes their security clearances and pay with no true options for real recourse or remedy. This is by design. It creates an Orwellian atmosphere that silences opposition and discussion. We know what is right to do, yet we too often refuse to do what is right because of the difficulty and suffering it incurs. I couldn't knowingly continue on this path silently without speaking out against the weaponization I witnessed, even if it meant losing my job, my career, my livelihood, my family's home, and now my anonymity. It's up to members of this committee, current and former FBI employees, and indeed all Americans to ensure that the weaponization of our own government against the people comes to an end, no matter the personal cost. As James Madison prudently opined, in framing a government which is to be administered by men over men, the great difficulty lies in this. We must first enable the government to control the governed, and the next place, oblige it to control itself. The safeguards currently in place at the FBI are clearly inadequate and must be reworked to protect whistleblowers and others who are inappropriately targeted. The FBI can extract whatever they want from me. I'm willing to bear that burden. I've sworn to defend this country from enemies, both foreign and domestic, even if that means sacrificing my life. I've lived that oath out since first enlisting in the Army, consistently saying, here am I, send me. My oath, however, did not include sacrificing the hopes, dreams, and livelihood of my family. My strong, beautiful, and courageous wife, and our four sweet and beautiful daughters who have endured this process along with me. In weaponized fashion, the FBI allowed me to accept orders to a new position halfway across the country. They allowed us to sell my family's home. They ordered me to report to the new unit when our youngest daughter was two weeks old. Then, on my first day on the new assignment, they suspended me, rendering my family homeless. <clears throat> they refused to release our goods, including our clothes, for weeks. <clears throat> All I wanted to do was serve my country by stopping bad guys and protecting the innocent. To my chagrin, bad guys have begun running parts of the government, making it difficult to continue to serve this nation and protect the innocent. But I, for one, will never stop trying. And I'll never forget my oath. Thank you. So, 
this That's guy powerful statement yeah statement this guy literally agent garrett o'boyle four daughters one that was two weeks old for the fbi said yeah sell your house move here cross country for a new assignment we got you and he gets there first day he's suspended homeless and they literally they wouldn't even let him have his children's clothes for weeks where they had he Mm -hmm. goes on in his testimony where he had to ask family and friends for clothes and figure out where they were staying this is literally the government that he loves to work for because he was able to make a difference going after bad guys until he couldn't do that anymore and when you look at it how does somebody who has four kids and a wife a new family because they accuse this guy of being just like a rogue employee who has a problem with authority and the government and not a whistleblower why would he put his family in that position if he really truly didn't know what was going on as far as all of these bad things that he needs to tell people you know James, makes you, no gotta, sense. You, you gotta throw some lights on it i can't even see you you, you still can't see me now maybe a little bit yeah you got you got some uh some heavy shadowing there it's like it's like you're um you're one of those uh anonymous it's, people like at an interview i'm just waiting for your voice to start gar- garbling <laughs> it's like, my hat it blocks yeah. out my eyes yeah well maybe you're, you're really it's ugly some, it's a maga hat dude it's maga season let me tell you you're not so repping that, your red MAGA hat right now. MAGA hat stays on. Are you truly um, MAGA? So mine's right behind me. So wear, um, you should be wearing it out. Like I haven't seen any red hats out in the wild yet. I'm the only one. No, I saw. Uh, actually, it was uh, about a week ago. I was in uh, CVS pharmacy and uh, I saw a guy, older guy. He was wearing a make the old, the old school and the original one. That's this one. This is the yeah. original. OG. Yeah, I get the, I get the original one behind me. So this guy with his family, oh yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm just going to destroy my family and make up lies about whistleblowing yeah. the FBI because I'm a disgruntled employee. When I'm making decent money, I have great health benefits. They're letting me sell my house. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. They, they pay all these expenses, and I have a two week old. Yeah, I'm just gonna, just, just I'm gonna make shit up. I'm not a whistleblower. I'm just a disgruntled employee. Like this is what the Democrats want you to believe, and actually some of the mainstream media is these people are not whistleblowers. They're not. They're they're just disgruntled employees of the FBI. The FBI is not corrupt. The FBI, everything's on the level from the top down. Everything, and this this whistleblower um, hearing. I don't think got really any real coverage at all. Literally, I don't think it got any real coverage at all. Um, oh, I got none, Alan. It, no, it got absolutely no coverage whatsoever. It's par for the course. And their reaction is par for the course. Like, we knew exactly what they were going to do. Uh, we knew their game plan. They do it every single time. They never address what the whistleblower or what somebody is is saying the substance of it and try to uh, put out a counter argument as to why that's not true. All they do is go directly after the character of the person who is saying the things that go against them. 
That's all they ever do. They never, they never ever address the facts or the information. They only attack uh, the person and the individual and try to discredit them any way they possibly can. So no matter what they say, it's completely irrelevant and and doesn't count because this guy's a, a total whack job. They did it to Judy Minkovitz when she did when she tried to blow the whistle on Dr. Fauci. Yeah. They do it. They do it to everybody. And he made it perfectly clear, oh Boyle, that you know this this government is exactly as this government will crush you, and that not only they'll crush the people that expose the truth about the things that the government or the FBI or whatever agency is getting. Uh, exposed on uh, that are doing wrong, but they will also destroy your family as well. They want to send a message that if you are going to come out against your employer and your government and go against the grain, we are going to stomp you into the ground and we are going to leave you starving and cold with nothing. And if, and, and in some cases, we're going to sue you and bury you in legal fees until you just can't breathe. And you hopefully they will, they want to hope maybe you'll take your own life because you'll be so depressed and desperate. And they've well, done it to so many people. Look at what they did to Matt Taibbi before you were supposed to uh, speak in front of Congress and testify. They sent the IRS to his house. We yeah, said it on Tuesday, like yeah. these people, they will do anything and everything to stop an information from coming out nothing short of offing people like this is this is a reality this is some like these brave whistleblowers are putting their lives and their family's lives in danger by doing this you can even hear O'Boyle's testimony he's I forget who was asking the questions but someone was asking them questions like yo if another FBI agent wanted to Blow the whistle, uh, blow a whistle. What's going on? What would you advise them to do? He's like, come to me. I'll, I'll tell the proper channels. I'll bring it to Congress. Uh, he's like, I, I, I don't wish this on anybody. Like, I, I would try. I would do anything to protect my fellow officer, my fellow agent, from doing what I'm doing right now and going through what I'm going through right now. So I'd rather them come to me. Uh, I, I don't recommend anybody doing this. Is that's, it? That's sad. Yeah. Like that, that should not be the case. And it is. It, it's the case everywhere. Uh, I have I, – so I believe it was uh, Matt. Yeah, I, think I got something here from Breitbart's website. Hopefully they don't shoot us with ads. But um, there's a video on Breitbart's website I'm going to bring up. This was Matt Gates uh, speaking, um, asking questions and talking to this uh, FBI agent, Boyle. And like I said, hopefully we don't, we, we don't get hit with ads. What the ranking member said that when people break the law, they deserve the consequences they get. And it doesn't matter that they served in the military. So what law did you break before the FBI packed up all your stuff and moved it across the country to Virginia? No true law. The only thing I broke was not towing the line for the FBI. Like I said, when I opened my oath is to the Constitution, not to the FBI. And our laws provide you... Oh, of course, of course, they got to hit us with an ad. They always they got to hit us with an ad. It's uh, you know, that's what happens with the uh, with Breitbart. Next time, uh, now, next time, just send me the link and I'll rip it for you and send it back. I just found it, so. Oops. Oh, okay. But like, I could I could rip those and. Yeah, I, I, I could do it. I, I could do it too. Oh well, Mister Mister yeah. Mister Alan Jacoby, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I, 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 
there's just something that happens to, to come talk across. to Congress to talk to your supervisor oh. about those concerns, right? Correct. And so you didn't deviate from that, did you? No. Oh, you didn't. You didn't go to the media first, did you? No. You used what the law provided, and your family has paid an exquisite price for that, haven't they? They have. How old were your children when they moved you across the country? <clears throat> Six, five, three, in two weeks. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? It's. And they knew it. They knew what they were going to do. Yes. It's they disgusting. Knew. It's it's premeditated. These the FBI is actively trying to punish people for doing the right thing. And he said it in his opening statement. He's like, I didn't swear an oath to the FBI. I swore an oath to the Constitution. And he's 100% right. And so many of these agents forget this. And this is why these I give so much credit to the, the three people that are standing up and blowing the whistle right now. And I think there's more, uh, but not many more. And speaking out. Because they realize that this is wrong. They realize that this shouldn't be happening, and they're targeting American citizens. They're targeting innocent politicians. They're, they're, they're doing everything that they possibly can to literally be the, uh, the law and the military arm of the deep state uniparty. Absolutely. It's, it's just – it's wild. I have uh, – give me one other second because I wanted to – so this is the ending just of, of basically he was, he gave a warning to, to future whistleblowers. Um, let's just take a listen. All of the hardships you've gone through. If one of your really good friends, this is what I was talking about earlier. He said, I have this thing that is being covered up. And I think the American people know to know, need to know about it. What advice would you give them? I would tell them first to pray about it long and hard. And I would tell them I could take it to Congress for them or I could put them in touch with Congress, but I would advise them not to do it. So you would legitimately try to protect one of your colleagues from doing what you have done? Absolutely. And how do you think that solves being able to shine light on corruption, weaponization, any kind of misconduct that exists with the American people? It doesn't solve it. But the FBI will crush you. This government will crush you and your family if you try to expose the truth about things that they are doing that are wrong. And we are all examples of that. I can't think of a more sobering way to end a hearing. I yield back. <laughs> like, literally. Okay, I mean... That's, the, they're, that's a, they're exactly their plan. Exactly what they're trying to do is discourage anybody else from opening their mouth. Like, hey, uh, look what happened to these guys. You better keep your fucking mouth shut. Otherwise, the yeah. same thing's coming to you. We will set. We will send a message, and they. And listen, I'm sure. You know, this week was. You're going to hear more out of Democrats about trying to expose these people. They were trying to pick up. Yeah, they were trying to pick apart their twitters. They, I mean, they were. They were. They were literally. Oh my goodness, dude! Did you see oh, the the one lady? She pulls up Marcus yeah. Allen, and, and it wasn't even him. He's like, that's not me. Uh, I don't know what you're doing. She's like, well, someone named Marcus Allen tweeted this. Well, because he's the only Marcus Allen in the world. Mark, there's there's a, a Hall of Fame running back named Marcus Allen. Like, <laughs> you know, it's and then and then she tried to put him on the spot and said, 
you know, do, do you agree that Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th? And he made her repeat it. And then he answered, he goes, no, I don't. Oh, okay. Like she was going to catch him with this aha moment that literally all they want to do is they want to paint these three FBI whistleblowers. They want to paint them as MAGA Republicans because yep. granted the three of them probably are um, ideologically right leaning mm-hmm. and because they really only felt comfortable speaking to the Republicans because they know how it goes when you're speaking to Democrats. They, they knew what was going to happen. And Jim Jordan had a conference with them and would not give the transcripts of the conference to the Democrats. It was behind closed doors and said, you know, what's her name? Um, the woman Pluckett, who was sitting next to, uh, to, to Jim Jordan, who's just another race baiter. And she, she's, she's another just garbage. You know, she, um, basically went on this rant, which we'll, we'll, we'll play in a second, about MAGA Republicans being a threat to law. We hear with threat to democracy. We hear it all the time. And, and she's in this hearing, and she wants to try, like they all do, want to paint these people. Not only are they rogue FBI agents and rogue uh, disgruntled employees with grievances of their employer, but you know what? They're also MAGA Republicans, and they don't really care about the rules, and they don't really care about the law. These are people. These are agents that took really bad people up the streets. These are agents that went and worked on sex trafficking um, uh, uh, cases, which, by the way, the one guy, friend, agent friend, was literally pulled off working sex cases and was assigned to a parking lot somewhere at a school board meeting, jotting down license plates of parents that attended their kid's school board meeting as if... I don't know if you've ever seen The Godfather, the original, but when they had um, the wedding, the, the daughter's wedding, and the FBI was in outside the house jotting down all the license plates of all the mobsters' cars. That is exactly what the FBI was doing all over the country at school board meetings. We're taking license plate numbers of cars, and they were pulling them off sex trafficking cases involving children. Now, you don't need to do that. We have to go after the real threat. We have to go after the MAGA Republican domestic terrorist parents is parents that are that are speaking out uh, against the public school system uh, in, in uh, advocating for their children, like it's it, wild. It, it's it's absolutely insane, and this is what's important to them. They sent a whole crew over to look into a a, a garage pulley at NASCAR. Uh, oh, yeah. It was a noose. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, like, like like it's it's an absolute shit show with the FBI and it's completely political and politicized and it needs to be dismantled from the stop. But before you play this crazy race baiter Plaskett, it's so funny because she was the first, first Democrat to speak. And uh, before the, the, the hearings even started uh, rep uh, Harriet uh, Hagerman or whatever her name is. Yeah. She, she, she replaced Liz Cheney. She, she, she went out there and she's like, listen, like, they're not going to address anything. They're just going to start try to discredit them any way that yeah. they possibly can. Yep. And this woman answered answered the question right there for us. And that's their plan. And she's not only the issue, but the first she she's the ranking member. You know, she, yeah. she she's she's the ranking member of the committee. But yeah, she is, and she and she's she's garbage. She knows she's garbage, and she knows she hates America. She uh, hates anything that has to do with um, uh, being white. Uh, you can just tell in her voice and anything that has to do with being Republican. She, she's garbage. Listen to her. 
none less wonder, are Republicans scared of giving us the information so that we can do our own due diligence on these conspiracy theories that they want to put forward. Indeed, today's hearing will be more of the same. Perhaps they're too far gone to realize that in fact this hearing is evidence, as if we need it anymore, that MAGA Republicans are a threat to the rule of law in America. (laughs) Threat. With a threat to the rule of law. I tried to tag her today in the promo post for today's show mm. and literally say that we're just going to, you know, be the, th- be, be the threat to the rule of law that this, this representative thinks we, we are. And I tried tagging her. Twitter wouldn't let me post it. Uh, you know, it is what it is, but she, yeah, this is, but this is always, and it's not just her. I mean, it's, probably a hundred percent or very close to it of the uh congressional left that everyone who wears a MAGA hat, everyone who says they're a Trump supporter, every because they they have it and it's great because this narrative blows up in their face all the time. Because they'll say, well you have your Republicans and then you have your extreme MAGA Republicans. And this is something that I've been saying a lot about MAGA Republicans. Like we are we want the same things you know we're not a separate party but we want to do things differently with different people we're against the establishment we're against what the rnc does with their money same old bullshit right and funding establishment candidates like that's why you know every county in in this in this country has a GOP committee has a republican club has a young republican club whatever it might be has some sort of GOP committee that is charged with getting getting signatures, raising money for getting people on the ballot and things like that, where, okay, a lot of these committees, especially the ones near me, are all run the establishment line where mm-hmm. they're not into the whole MAGA thing. They want to separate themselves from that. They want to separate themselves from saying America first. They want to separate themselves from people like Donald Trump and other right-wing public figures so what i'd love to see and this is something that i it's it's not difficult to do where people want to organize and they're going to do rallies and they're going to wave their flags in parking lots well why don't you take it a step further and establish a MAGA republican club in your community okay Mm -hmm. that's what you're saying on tuesday right And and i'm going to keep saying this because People need to understand that. Well, like when we say donate to the candidate you're supporting and not to the RNC so they can control the money and give it to establishment candidates that you don't support to get them on the ballot as opposed to your America First candidate. MAGA Republican clubs. Imagine they started popping up all over in every county, in every state, and they started counter fundraising for their candidates that they want to get signatures for and get them. Rather and, than, yep. And primarying. The RNC, uh, uh, the the geo the GOP candidate in the Republican primaries, you know, like literally, it's the same party, but it's the 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 counterculture of what we don't want is that good old establishment uniparty attitude where they're just going to talk about bullshit and not. 
things that really matter to people. Like, no, it's, it, they're, they're going to totally establishment lines, part of the Uniparty. They're not even really Republicans. Shout out to shout out to my man, White Memes in the uh, the Rumble chat, showing up. There Me he is. I actually, I actually joined him. He did a, uh, he's got a Foxhole channel as well, and he did a watch along with this movie. Uh, about some f- f- Finland dude. There was like no words, like no one really spoke, but they were trying to kill this this dude, and he was like a special forces agent for Finland or something like that. some. I think it was Finland. Correct me if I'm wrong. And he was an absolute savage and just destroying these Nazis back in the 1940s. It was wild. It was such a good movie, and I was watching along with him. We were and talking it, in the chat, smoking some weed. And there was no and there was no sound to the movie. No, there was sound. There was no, oh. but there was very little dialogue. Very, very little dialogue. It was mostly just action. This guy just stabbing people in the fucking face with 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 knives and shit. It was wild. I want to see it. I got. I got to say. What? I want to see it. Yo, oh, and he donated. My man donated too. You don't have to do that, dude. We're gonna have to get a bait. He said a little late. Got a BLT and bacon grease fried potatoes coming up. That sounds fucking banging. What is it? What did you get? A BLT and bacon grease fried potatoes. Interesting. That's fucking delicious. Got a smart move just, on the bacon, the bacon fried potatoes. I got, a, I just got a f- uh, flat top in my house. Yes, yeah, Sisu. That's it. Uh, Sisu. S I S U. It was a pretty solid movie. That's dude. the name of the movie. Yeah, it was a pretty solid movie. It was yeah, action nonstop. It was all all day, just gore. And this guy, he was just destroying all of these Nazis. They were. It was awesome. It was. Right. It was a lot. I literally showed up. To, I was gonna just stop by to say, yo, what's up and watch for a minute but i got stuck watching this it was i was up to like one one fifty my time watching this thing what that's great yeah it was awesome good time but he's so, a good dude um after yeah, these this is exactly what they're trying to do they're trying to separate us as these domestic terrorists as these uh threats to the rule of law they're still going on about this january 6th nonsense and another thing that we found out in this in this hearing is that they have 11,000 hours that the FBI has yet to release because it clearly shows FBI agents doing things they're not supposed to be doing. Now this my question my question for that is 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 it the FBI that's the only agency in possession of those tapes or do they have copies of it or are they because like how would they just have access to those specific 11,000 hours like did they just come in and grab them because they know that those specific hours obviously if they have if, if it's well, they wouldn't release the 48,000 hours for how long but, but that it's in the custody from what I understand at the Capitol so did the FBI go in immediately and audit all of the all of the video footage to pull out the total of eleven thousand hours between all of the cameras that they wanted pulled out and basically redacted from anything that could possibly be released. Like that's what I mean, that that sounds the most likely, Alan. I if would the FBI you had their tech team come in because they have an unbelievable tech world in the FBI and the federal government where they came in and says, "All right, boys, all the, go they through." They probably it. had AI do it at this point. Like, a, like really think about it. Like they have technologies that we don't have access to, and they probably probably had some sort of AI that was able to pull so much footage with facial recognition. Be like, all right, here's the faces that we need pulled out. And every time that face showed up in a video, pulls it out in 30 seconds and they got it all. Any guy guy that looks like he marched for the Patriot front 
pull <laughs> out because we don't want you know you laugh you laugh all right so here you go the the patriot front surfaced after january 6th yes. never did they surface before from what i understand i don't think so right i didn't see them if i'm wrong please if somebody I'm, knows please tell I'm me sure, no the, the liberal media would have put them on blast right. so beforehand so they showed up now i listen they're definitely some sort of fed operation i don't think every single person that's marching in the patriot front is an actual federal agent. I'm sure they're sprinkled in and they're recruiting people and to, to, or, to, or to associates of federal agents. Yeah, or whatever it is, they 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 recruited them, and I'm sure there are federal agents sprinkled in there and whatnot, running things. But imagine this: we have to go in as the FBI. We have to scrub every second of the January 6th footage to pull all of our known agents out. Anything with any of our agents that can be identified, pull them out because. If any of them are seen, say, with Patriot Front or any of them are seen with any other uh, organization that they might be infiltrating, like, you know, Catholic Church or anything else, that they can't be identified from January 6th footage. So we have it all protected. We're never going to release it. It's ours, if it even still exists anymore. Because, I mean, if it doesn't, that would be literally tampering with evidence and, and government property. <laughs> Again, I'll say it for the, the 15th millionth time. Would you be surprised? No, that's what I mean. Like, And then all of a sudden the Patriot Front comes around and they're marching around in their khakis and their, and their uh, you know, uh, little childhood and commando shields. And their masks. And their masks. Yeah, the shields are hilarious. I mean, listen, if if they were like – beer drinking maga hat wearing trump supporters three quarters of that group would be overweight let's face it yeah at least a little poorly at least yeah those guys are all in way too good a shape it they looks all... like all those guys just graduated a police academy and they're marching for graduation i mean every cop that i know when i show when they see and they laugh they're like dude these guys were either they're either on the job somewhere or retired or they're feds or something like literally like every single one of them dude and they're all dressed the same it's it's it walks like a duck quacks like a duck it's probably a fucking duck alan because if this is a militia what do they have they have like oh you we have a weight requirement you can't be fat we, you, you can't, we, we, we're doing weigh-ins. You can't be fat and be in the Patriot <laughs> Like Pee Wee football? You have to get yeah. weighed in before you play at Pee Wee yeah. football? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you have to be able to wear these khaki pants and navy blue shirt, which is something else that boggles my mind is is, is how they – they 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 dress them because it's almost like it's it's almost too telling. It's a, it's almost too telling, too obvious. Yeah, that and that also kind of throws up a red flag. Also, that it's like they're not feds, but they're, they're feds? A, no, like they're not feds, but they're like informants of feds, and they're like legitimately just these crazed skinhead neo Nazis. And but they do in a lot of informant work for the feds, but still, and then they just tell them you can't have any fat guys. And none of it make none of it makes sense. Even when you try to make sense of it, none of it makes sense. It doesn't make sense mathematically. Like there's no way that they have that like that many guys in shape. That uh, no way. And here's and another it, thing that that boggles my mind. And I have to say because even with all the investigative journalists that are running around DC when they first popped up. And I, maybe I just didn't follow it. Maybe something. 
they had a U-Haul or a Hertz truck, right? That was obviously rented where the, from what I understand, the license plates were visible. Did anyone follow this vehicle when they loaded back up that first time and see where they went? Do we know where they're based? Did we find where they rented the truck and who rented it and how it was paid for? Was the license plate run? It's just those things you would think that an investigative journalist or someone in a, some some junior gumshoe in the mainstream media or something want to be a uh, journalist would take the time to dive down that uh, road and and see where it leads. Where did the rent Where do the rental trucks come from? Who's renting them and from where? It just like Ray Epps, another situation that typically the FBI would be all over or the establishment would be all over to investigate, you know, it'd be wall to wall coverage. This is another exact same situation. Really think about it. They normally when it's a, a right wing thing or any other January 6th person. They immediately arrest them, take them in, question them, do this, that, and the other. They have a they have a full background on who's involved. We have no idea who's behind those masks. There hasn't been any investigation. They virtually don't care that this these this small militia is marching around. There's no coverage of it. You really think about it. There's very little. And they um, pop up at weird times. Like you would think, all right, so like gang intel police officers or something that keep track of gangs and, and and militias and things like that, that they would want to get some intel on it. Someone has to have intel on who these people are, whether they're feds or not. And I, forget about law enforcement. I just mean like a citizen journalist, like the, the, um, the Nick Sodors out there or the, 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 you know, some of these, some of these guys who are running around who are literally just, Freelance journalists that like to find out things and maybe they could break a story where uh, like a people afraid to follow the rental truck to see how long it takes for them to bring it back to the rental place and then walk in when the guy leaves and says, hey, you know, uh, I don't know, just 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 everyone has a camera. Everyone has a microphone. How how it's Alan, Alan, it's it's very difficult for many people uh to do those things because a lot of people don't like to ask questions or like like really think about it like you see how many times it happens like someone sees someone doing something they're not supposed to do and they just turn the other other cheek and they just walk away they don't even acknowledge it's going on they want nothing to do with it they don't want to put themselves in a situation where they're involved where they're going to get caught up in something there's so many people like that very few people want to put their neck on the line unless one of these investigative journalists are already there at the situation looking into it uh then that's probably the only way you're going to get a situation where they're going to be able to follow that truck uh because most people are cowards they're like all right these people are fucking wackos maybe i should look into this uh nope i don't want to because what if they catch me and i get in trouble or uh, they are feds and they start trying to ruin my life because um, that's a that's a real threat. It is. It is. It's and it's just one of those things where like we I don't know how, how many times have we've seen them pop out like four or five times. If that it's not a lot. They're not out no. all the time. It's weird how they're out when the government is talking about when when the when the terms every few weeks or every few months of the greatest threat to our country and democracy is white supremacy, right extremism, domestic terrorism, all of this shit. 
And then all of a sudden, hey, look, the Patriot Front is marching around the Capitol. Like, all of a sudden, they pop up. It's because it's par for the course, dude. This is what they do. And we know that they've infiltrated the Proud Boys. We know that through Jeremy Brown's story, who's been on the show and is a friend of the show and who's still in jail. What's up, Liana? Um, uh, but uh, he blew the whistle on the FBI. That's why they targeted him. That's yeah. why he's sitting in jail right now because the FBI came to him knowing that he's a, a Green Beret veteran and he would hold clout if he walked into any of these uh, organizations, the Proud Boys or the the three. Um, uh, what was the other one? Three percenters or something like that. Well, what, I, I know what you talking. It might have been the three percenters. Uh, no, I don't think. It, I don't think it was. I forget what the other one was. But regardless, they wanted him to walk in there and be a rat for these organs. Oh, the Oath Keepers. That's what it was. It was that's what it was. It was so the he wanted. They wanted him to walk in to one of these organizations and wear wires and try to catch, find out what they're doing. Right. And he's like, he, he came on our show and he's like, yo, I, I did this for a living for the green beret. Like we ran intelligence operations. I knew exactly what they were doing. So I, I, I took the meeting and I wore a wire and then I told my story and I blew the whistle. Like, this is why he got, he never stepped foot in the Capitol. Like this is just another regular guy, a guy who served our country to the highest level in the special forces doing some of the wildest stuff, reaching the rank of Sergeant. Like he wasn't just like some pleb in the military. He was one of the baddest dudes on the planet, did so many great things for, for our country. And this is how they treat him because he didn't want to blow the whistle and rat on the oath keepers of the proud boys. And, He's not the only one they asked. They probably asked tons and tons of other guys, and I bet other people said yes because there's money. There's there's probably other offers involved, or even just with the threat of what happened to Jeremy Brown, right? Or if they have something they can hold against you or somebody close to you and say, "Listen, you need to do this for us, or we're going to jam this person up. We're going to jam you up for this that you you know, or we're gonna we're gonna find a way to jam you up whether it's fabricated or or not we're we're, we're gonna find a way um so we heard from uh what's her name plaskett and then you had mentioned um harriet hagerman earlier and she at at the press conference um she pretty much went off on 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 democrats and uh fathead watermelon head adam schiff so uh we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna listen to her and and this is she she primaried and and beat Liz Cheney which I love I love her even more because of that so sadly what we will see from the Democrats today will not be a focus on the substance of what these brave men have exposed or a discussion of how to protect our constitutional rights and institutions from the tyrants who are running these agencies. Instead, what we will see is a deflection. They will call our witnesses names. They will scream MAGA, (laughs) extremist at the top of their lungs. They will pound the tables. They will continue to gaslight us about Russia, Russia, Russia. (laughs) That's all that Adam Schiff knows what to say. But make, make no mistake. They are simply trying to cover up the unforgivable and the indefensible. The creation of a two-tier justice system based on political beliefs and the corruption of our political elites. I encourage the American people 
And I encourage you, you, the press, hmm. to start listening, to start yeah. reading, to start understanding what has been exposed in our government. And then I encourage you to go watch the movie, The Lives of Others, because that is where we're headed if we don't correct what is happening within the FBI and the DOJ. We thank these whistleblowers for their service to our nation, service which includes their integrity and bravery to stand up and expose wrongdoing. They are the ones standing on the wall to make sure that we can protect the greatest republic that's ever existed in the history of the world. They're fighting back against the people who will tear it down. Yeah, I mean, she's not lying. She's not lying. I I love how she mentioned and, and put on blast Adam Schiff because Adam Schiff to this day just he'll he I swear he dreams about it every night that the Russia collusion was real and and and, and not he has wet dreams every night about it, dude. Like this is he he won't go away because he has nothing else to fall back on. He has to continue plugging along because if he admits that there's no evidence and he did this knowingly, he's a, he's admitting treason. I mean, they're, they're now uh, trying. They're Anna Paulina Luna out of out of Florida just put the the bill to. Uh, for the resolution or whatever they're calling it to expel Adam Schiff from Congress. Unfortunately, we know they're not going to get the votes because someone is just going to, you know, they have, what do they have to have? They have to have two thirds, I believe. Um, I mean, something like, and then they just tried, they're not going to have the votes to do it. They just tried, they just tried to, uh, to do it to George Santos and, and, and that that didn't happen, but uh, you probably have a few Republicans that are going to be like, "Nah, I'm not voting to expel him. There's not enough there. I'm not voting to expel him." You'll have the uniparty members. Yeah, of course. There, oh, there's not like Lady but, Lady G. Lady G went out there today. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he just wants the FBI. He just Lady G just wants the FBI to apologize to everybody. Just call up everybody on the phone as if like. <laughs> It's parent-teacher conferences, calling home for your kid, like, hi, how you doing? This is the FBI. We're, we're sorry we interrogated and tortured your loved one, and we kept him in the gulags for two years. We're really, really sorry about that. You remember that South Park episode with the oil spill when they were all rubbing their nipples going, we're sorry. That's what they <laughs> That's the FBI to do. Sorry. You know, rub, rub their nipples. Oh my goodness! It's South, Park South Park is just it's so dead on accurate with everything. We're sorry. <laughs> oh, I gotta get well, that FBI, clip. The FBI, get that clip. the FBI kicked in your door and threw flash grenades in your newborn's bassinet. We're sorry. We gotta make a meme. I gotta, <laughs> white memes make it habit. If you're still listening, we need some. That we need a South fun. Park episode with the nipples and the FBI with Lady G. Lady G. The clip we have the clip. I didn't. It wouldn't download, but literally, he's like, I. I, just, I have it up on my computer right now. I could eat. Just, I could. 
No, we just need the FBI to 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 say sorry and all this shit, and then literally have to go to the South Park episode where like they're wearing shirts with their nipples hanging out with holes through their nipples, going, "We're sorry, wearing <laughs> FBI jackets." That would be a great meme. Speaking of, we're coming up soon. We're doing a new segment on the show every Friday, where it's memes of the week, and we're we're gonna highlight, you know, guys in the meme alliance. Listen, if you're not if you're not following on Twitter and Instagram, some of these great memers that have been around since like 2015, 2016, where literally they were so instrumental in helping Donald Trump get elected because they were putting political issues into memes. So younger people would really understand, like you could look at a meme and just, and just get it. You you see a story and then you see the meme and you know, it all clicks and the, the, the parody but the seriousness behind these memes, it's just, it's, it's wild, you know, and the acts a bunch of information and it, and it reaches people because it's not like us talking heads or, you know, an article to read. It's, it, it's gets, there's so many layers and, and uh, things that can go with, with each meme. So every, fri- every Friday, and, we're you know, the do- meme Alliance, the Dilly, Dilly meme team, yep. these guys are absolute legends and they do unbelievable work. So we're going to, every week start highlighting uh, some of their work and yeah. talk about e- e- each meme and, uh, and do some things like that because it is meme of the week. You can't, you can't handle the truth. Before, before we do that, um, I want back to Adam Schiff. Yes. The, pencil neck, the pencil neck. I, I literally, this guy, people forget, how many times, and we don't even have all of them, how many times he sat there, whether it's on mainstream media or behind a podium with his Democratic colleagues behind him, literally spouting out about Russia, 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 and all the compelling evidence. So we got like a two-minute literal montage of Adam Schiff just lying over and over again (laughs) that we are literally going to make you watch. We will be putting together a report that will set out uh, for the country what evidence we have seen to date. Uh, what evidence we have seen so in terms of evidence. the Russian hacking and dumping operation, oh, what evidence so we have seen in terms oh, of the Russian social look media at Eric campaign, well in the background. campaign. Uh, and yes, the issue of collusion with the Trump campaign. Collusion! There is significant evidence, much of it in the public domain, on the issue of collusion. I think there's plenty of evidence of collusion, collusion. or conspiracy in plain sight. But all I can tell you is, um, reviewing the evidence that I have, um, I don't think you can conclude that at all, uh, far from it. Uh, and but, I think but you admit uh, that, it's uh, a circum. All you have right now is a circumstantial case. It's collusion. Uh, actually, no, Chuck. Uh, I I can tell you that the case is more than that. Uh, the only thing I can say is that it would be irresponsible for us not to get to the bottom of this. Uh, we really need to do. We really need to find out exactly what the Russians did. For example, in that Trump Tower meeting, there was a clear intent uh, to collude with the Russians. Collude. There was a willingness to receive a great Russian drinking help. game. Uh, the president himself <laughs> called on the Russians to uh, assist his campaign by hacking Hillary Clinton's emails. Well, certainly, if uh, the Trump campaign went to a meeting with the Russians seeking to enlist uh, or receive the help of the Russian government. Uh, in getting damaging Which information. Which is what the trail of evidence and emails suggests is the case. Yes, that would, that would be, be a potential form of collusion. Mm-hmm. Our investigation is that Donald Trump's campaign manager was sharing internal campaign polling data and a strategy for key battleground states with an agent of Russian intelligence. Uh, but then most pernicious, his use of his office, his abuse of his power to attempt to get uh, an ally 
to help him cheat in the next election. So if that uh, report is correct, this email disclosed to the Trump campaign the truth that the Russian government had damaging information, that they wanted to help Donald, uh, elect Donald Trump, uh, and it put uh, certainly the first family on notice uh, of all of these facts. The way I've described it is there is uh, circumstantial evidence, certainly of collusion or coordination. Uh, there has been direct evidence of deception. Uh, and I think people, I hope, got the sense today during this long hearing about just why it's so important that both Congress and the FBI do a thorough investigation. Thorough. There's so much colluding and collusion going on. So much evidence. Look at that face. Look at that looks face. Like a butthole. Looks like a puckered butthole. It looks like. Hey, Adam. It should be a what, fucking pinata. What happened at the Standard Hotel? Who's Adam? Shifty Shift. Oh. Did what did he like bang boys there? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but wait. Little, little black boys he enjoyed. What little black boys want to bang that? Yeah, allegedly. Look at that face. I mean, mm. look at that face. Look at it. I. It's like a fucking perfect pinata. Go get me. I, a it doesn't, it doesn't help that he's got Fartwell behind him, just probably ripping ass. Fang Fang, where's Fang Fang? <laughs> Where is Fang Fang? She's dead, dude. You, 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 huh? Is she? She died in a plane crash. Allegedly. Did she really die? That's that's what it said in the news article. The news article said it. It must be true. I bet you he's still I bet you she's still living with him. She's probably I bet you she's like she's the housekeeper, runs around with his wife, like you know. I'm sure. I'm sure she's still got all the secrets. Well, that's what I mean. I don't think she's dead. I think they, they, I think they orchestrated her death, and she went back to the CCP and said, "Hey, not only does Eric Swalwell have a really little dick, but look at all of this information that I got." Here's all the all the information. She's. I don't want to say it. I'll get myself in trouble. Um. Collusion. <laughs> it's all collusion. It's collusion, Alan. It's collusion. Too- they should lock him up. They should go to trial. They should play that two-minute montage and so, just try him and convict him of treason. The evidence is overwhelming, Alan. There's just so much evidence. It's a conspiracy theory. So much evidence. Donald, Donald Trump Jr. Donald Trump Jr. is going to spend life in prison. Donald so, Trump Jr. is going to – oh, yeah, hold on. Yeah, Donald Trump – Donald, Donald Trump Jr. is going to spend life in prison for his involvement in Russian collusion, Alan. Hold on. Russian yeah. collusion. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, and I told you the story where they walked out where uh, Adam Schiff, the crooked guy, such a crooked guy, little Adam Schiff, he walks out, Shifty Schiff. Collusion. He walks out. The press. He wasn't supposed to because he was in a meeting of so-called intelligence, right? But he walks out to the press and he says, Donald Trump Jr. will go to jail for life. A life. He's done here. And he knew it was a for collusion that a young man has to go to jail for life because so, of what he did on Russia, Russia, Russia. And he knew that it was a hoax. Think of how bad you have to be. Collusion. That pencil. Life. He looks like a weasel, dude. Like, he's just like... This is You ever see Billy Madison? Yeah. Uh, you know, the, 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 guy, the guy that he goes against in the competition? That's who Schiff reminds me of. <laughs> that little weasel fuck. I mean, 
<sighs> Collusion. It's so much evidence, Alan. Now you're all in big, big trouble. <sighs> we got one more, one more, one more video of Donnie of 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 Donnie Don, and we'll uh, we're gonna get into memes of the week, but memes of the week. This is uh, Trump calling Russia. Oh, this is oh. yeah. <laughs> this is great. No, I need, I, I need to get the montage song. Okay, Russia. I call it the Russian hoax. That's the thing that the Democrats did best. They lost the election, and they didn't know what happened. Collusion. And they needed an excuse. So they said, Russia. And then they said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Russia and Trump. Collusion. Honestly, it's the thing they did best. They did a rotten job of running. But to convince people about this hoax, that was probably the thing that they did best, but it is one great hoax. It was a hoax. The whole Russian thing is what it's turned out to be. Uh, this was the Democrats coming up with an excuse for losing an election. They lost it by a lot. They didn't know what to say, so they made up the whole Russia hoax. <laughs> Collusion. Hoax. So much evidence, Alan. Overwhelming. <laughs> Overwhelming evidence irrefutable evidence that donald trump is a russian agent we now know we now know that that treasonous fuck john brennan had a meeting a sit-down conversation with old barry satoro and the resident in chief currently joey bag of donuts and told them that oh Oh, since Hillary lost and we need to cover up what's going on with her emails, she concocted this plan, old hill dog, sly fox that she is, that uh, Donald Trump is now a Russian agent and we're going to smear this everywhere and uh, you guys are going to help. You're going to be involved. And let's not forget the most important point here. Collusion. Russian collusion. I want so... All right, Lady G wants the FBI to apologize to everybody, like little schoolgirls, like breaking their Barbie dolls at the park. I want Adam Schiff to show up at Mar-a-Lago with a shirt with holes <laughs> cut out of his nipples, and I want him to go and say, I'm sorry, and just rub it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Donnie. I, I sent I sent White Memes the episode. I gotta clip it and I'm gonna DM it to him. He's gonna make I'm, it happen, I think. I'm I'm he's in the chat. Uh <laughs> no, he's he said that we have we have to uh everybody has to focus on getting Trump elected in 2024 so we can get our normal lives back. It's true, <laughs> and 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 it's we all laugh at this shit because they're all fucking clowns, but it's so important. Like, we have to pull together. We have to get this guy reelected. We got to get through the primary. We got to get through all the bullshit Ron DeSantis nonsense, which he doesn't uh, have a yeah. the, only thing I'm enjoy- the only thing I'm enjoying about the Ron DeSantis nonsense is the memes. The fucking memes are oh, the amazing. The memes are great. And you know what? You know what's great there? <laughs> You know what? You know what I love with what the DeSantis camp is doing is um, DeSantis camp is like, 
They're calling him Meatball because he's Italian. No, you morons. They're calling him Meatball because he's fat and pudgy and he's losing weight on his Ozempic fucking drug. Wearing his platform shoes. Now he's yeah, with his platform cowboy high-heeled boots. Now his vagina looks like, I don't know whether to, to put a necklace around it or fuck it because it looks like a shriveled up vagina that's hanging under his chin. Like, he's not hey, calling Alan, Nice to meet you. What's your name? What's that? What's your name? What's my name? Yeah. Why? Just asking. What's your name? Joe. Okay. <laughs> Did you not see that Ron DeSantis clip? No. Oh, just... oh yes, yes, yes. Hey, wait. There was a guy. He was a state rep. Wasn't he from like South Dakota or something? And he went to New. He was like in New. Was he in New Hampshire? And he's like, oh, I drove over an hour or something to come see you. And he was like. Oh, okay, thanks. And then walked away from the guy. The guy was a, like, he was a state legislator. I forgot where the fuck he was from. And he's like, oh, yeah, I drove like an hour to come and see you. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, thanks, and walks away. He literally has the personality of a meatball. No one's calling a meatball and making fun of his Italian heritage. Nobody no. cares that he's Italian. Nobody cares. He looks like shit in a suit. That's, he's that's a win in my book. Like, that's like, a, like, all right, cool, you're Italian, dude. Welcome to the club, but I've you're a piece of shit. He, I've always thought he looked like shit in a suit. And listen, when Donald Trump gets heavy, he looks shabby in a suit too. But most of the time, he's, he does all right. He, when he's playing a lot of golf, golf, he's doing his thing. But again, Ron DeSantis just the, the cowboy boots kill me with the high heels and the and the, like Robert they, De Niro. They kill me. They kill me. I, yeah, the Irishman. They actually filmed that right near me. That that whole that that courthouse scene and everything. And I went there and I actually yeah. saw him in person with the high heel shoes on. It was wild. Um, oh you probably you were probably the one that took the picture. You CIA agent operative over here, snapping photos. No one sees you because you're like a garden gnome just running around. I was, just, I was a gnome in the grass. <laughs> but it's hysterical. Like Ron DeSantis is a dork. Like he's a fucking dweeb, dude. He he, he goes in and he into, he's like, "Hi, nice to meet you. What's your name?" The guy gives him a name. He's like, "Okay," and walks away. Like he's just like, "Okay." Uh. Yeah, he literally has zero personality. And oh, he's such a cornball, man. Like I've, I've talked to people that have met him several times, um, and uh, and then other people that know people in his inner circle. And they all say the same thing. Like he's just, he's got no personality. He's not very nice to people. And he's very just like, I'm who I am and fuck you. And doesn't care about anybody else. There was another video of him talking to these two women in a diner. And the way he was talking to them, like they were all like, ah. and he, he, he was barely looking at them in the eye. Like he was talking to them and looking up and looking down and, and just, you could tell he just couldn't wait to get the hell out of there. Like he knew he had to be there. He knows, all right, I got to shake hands. Immediately started talking about some stupid bill in Florida and then found a way to like segue away from them. Like he's not engaging. He's not engaging at all. Please, if you're a DeSantis supporter and you can literally argue the fact that he has a personality and he's a people person, have that argument with me because I, I'm missing it. And I'm a people person. I'll talk to anybody anywhere about anything. I don't care. I just, he's so uptight and awkward and uncomfortable when he's around 
strangers when he's around. He's not scripted. He can't handle the situation. Like if he doesn't have exactly like look at the the tough questions that he took the other day about when he was a JAG officer a couple weeks ago and he like lost his mind. He's like, "Uh, that's total BS. I I just I don't know where you're hearing this from. It's total BS. And that's what you do. You spin the narrative and you want to do this. It was a simple question. You could just say, no, it's not true. You didn't have to get all defensive about it. Listen, yeah, he, he, he scrambled like he could. I just wish he would have an epiphany and say, I'm going to stay in Florida. I'm going to protect my state. I'm going to serve my people. And then we'll see what my political career has in store for me instead of like, I'm polling at almost single fucking digits everywhere I go. And I'm not going to win the primary against Donald Trump like and it's just I'm not going to tear apart the Republican Party because most of these MAGA Republicans who are supporting Trump are not going to vote for me anyway in a general, nope. which I, you know, whatever. It's, it's just we're fucked. We're fucked either way if Ron DeSantis is the candidate, dude. We're fucked. Establishment, it's establishment here or establishment here. Ron DeSantis is not going to be the nominee. I'm just, I'm just saying that word. if that were, were the case, worst case scenario, we're fucked I'm, either way. I'm willing to make any bet, big or small, to anyone who has the balls to make it that Ron DeSantis will not be the nominee. It will be Donald. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's people that will take that bet. Well, I listen. Maybe Bill. Maybe if Bill Mitchell unblocks me on Twitter, yes. we were ripping him up in a Twitter space early. He'll take the bet. I mean, I'll, I have. I'll, I'll tag him in a post right now and say, "Hey, uh, you block." You blocked Alan Jacoby, but he wants to offer you a bet. <laughs> he won't take it. He knows better. He well, he he he. I would imagine he might have the money. I mean, he stole seventeen thousand dollars from his followers, claiming he was moving his studio and then just moved to another part of Florida, and the money just miraculously disappeared from his GoFundMe page. Like, so maybe he has the money. Anyway, whatever. Neither here nor there. Oh, you know, we're for we're doing it every Friday. First Friday of the show for first first week. We got memes of the week. Memes of the week. Memes of the week. So we got four memes from the great meme alliance who do unbelievable work. And I'm sure you've all heard of Ford now rolling out the oh my goodness. gay raptor. But from what I understand, this is not a new thing, that this was something that was going on in Europe since 2021. So it was like for one of the the strongman competitions, they he came out as gay. One of the strongman athletes. Stop it right now! I swear, <laughs> Alan's like, shut it down, shut Stop it down it right now. He came out as gay. Ford, Ford built them a truck, and they they only aired it in Europe, and I guess it didn't have a good response, well, so they didn't play it in the United States. Literally, from our good friend, dumbass Photoshop. This is the actual Raptor, the Ford Raptor apparently wrapped in what looks like rainbow flag and fecal matter. And yes, this is the gayest ride in town. Of course, you know, we got Doesn't this, get any gayer. We got South Park with Big Gay Al, big fan of South Park, but this is Dumbass Photoshop. You have to follow Dumbass Photoshop Twitter and Instagram. He's great. One of the, one of the just one of the great memers out there. And oh, legendary memer. He, he, he's going to come back on the show again soon, I'm sure. saw this, I almost fell off the f- I think, I don't know. I, I think I was literally sitting, and I, I took a knee wherever I was. I laughed so hard. I didn't realize what it said at first. I was focusing on the picture, and I'm like, this is the gayest ride in town. And then it says, hold my drive shaft. Like, really? I, how do you, the creativity is just unbelievable. But, yeah, so this this is literally – 
the Ford Raptor. I'm not a Ford really? fan. I drive a GMC pickup. I do like the Ford. Well, I, I did like I did the too. Ford I Raptor. I did. I, I actually wanted a Raptor, and now I'm like, shit. Fuck! I almost traded in. I almost traded in my car right now for a Raptor. You, you, if you trade in your car for a Raptor, I'll pay your first six months of the lease or the car payment if you drive this one. Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, I'll pay for the entire first year your car payment if you go buy one and you have to have it wrapped with with what is that supposed to be? Is that supposed to be like? Like, like, what is that? Camouflage and rainbow? What the fuck is that? It literally, the, literally, the, gay, the gayest ride in town just plastered on the side. And they didn't just do the rainbow, but they had to go full tranny fluid flag on it, too. Like, they had to do the whole tranny flag at the bottom. And then it looks like fecal matter everywhere. Can you imagine having the task? Because you know the guy that wrapped this truck was not gay. He's like some rugged Ford mechanic, most likely. Or, or, well, it's or, in or Europe, just, dude. So you might not. You no, maybe. no, no, I'm not buying it. This guy, they were like, you have to wrap this thing in a rainbow flag and something that resembles fecal matter because it's for Pride Month, and that's all they care about is rainbow flags and fecal matter. And they tried to they you tried to make the anyway. was so cool having them covered in mud, like ripping through the mud, and all of a sudden they get washed off, and you see this the gayest ride in town just show up. Dumbass Photoshop. Well done. Well done, oh, sir. Well done. Oh, I'll give him oh a follow. White oh. memes actually tagged his Twitter right in the in the in the rumble chat. Hold um, my drive shift. <laughs> brilliant. Fucking brilliant. So you all remember, list, uh, Mr. Alan Jacoby. So we got remember when Diane Feinstein shows back up to the Senate, looking like the Crip Keeper. I think a few shows ago, I actually put that 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 side by side with her and the Crip Keeper, and they it was like uncanny. They looked alike. So they, they, she's like, I don't know, like 90, 99 and a half years old, and she was in a wheelchair. And then last was it last week? Yeah, on, on like the fifteenth or the fourteenth. There was that rumor that went around. George Soros had a heart attack and died. And then yep. literally. From a small, small Twitter account. Yeah, from a small, ridiculous Twitter account. And then everyone was going crazy like, oh, you know, ding dong, George Soros is dead. Thank God, you know, G- Georgie, uh, Georgie Iflaps is gone. I wonder who would inherit the Iflaps when he dies. Are they going to get passed down to his son? Yeah, his gonna, son gets the Iflaps. His like, son going to get the Iflaps? You know, his son. He gets covered pictures. up by the glasses, though. He wears glasses. So, <laughs> so with that, then he then George Soros comes up and says on Twitter, rumors that I had a heart attack are completely false. I'm alive and healthy. And I've never seen somebody get ratioed so much in their life um, because they <laughs> said that they're alive. Because I was one of them. I literally was putting gifts in like with with uh, Steve, Steve Carell from The Office going, no, no. <laughs> like, oh, that's so unfortunate. It's so unfortunate. Yeah. So, so grand old memes, the OG, the OG memer, this is great. This is literally the tweet from George Soros. Rumors that I had a heart attack are completely false. I'm alive and healthy. And there he is, George Soros, Diane, Diane, Diane Feinstein being, uh, being wheeled in. He's like, this guy's going to live forever. He's going to oh, live just forever. Like John D. Rockefeller getting like four different heart replacements. He's going to hang on to the bitter end. They will kill people just so they could be spare parts for George Soros. So he just lives on forever. Like 
who matches what for joy? Kill him and just grab it, and we'll just throw the spare parts in him. We got to keep this guy alive. We got to keep the party going. It's sick. It's it's crazy. And you, you know, Diane Feinstein, she doesn't even remember being in the hospital. Like she thinks she was there voting the entire time. Yeah, she doesn't. She, like they have. She has no idea what planet she's on. I mean, I I, I want to know. I want to talk to her Chinese spy driver and see what he knows. What he what she's told him. She, in the she can't retire. That's where they're at. They can't allow these people to retire because they need. They're in such bad spot right now that they need to hold that vote. They need to hold that person in, in place as well, long as humanly possible. Oh, we're gonna we're we're gonna play uh play a clip a little later on of of another member of Senate that, that ah. can't even can't even tie his own his own shoes. But you know and he's not ninety seven like this old bat. No, old no, George Soros. But another another good one by Grand Old Memes. You got to go follow he's the, him. He's, he's the uh, the godfather of the meme yeah. meme alliance. Instagram and Twitter at Grand Old Memes. Make sure you're following him. I mean, he's got a, like he needs us to tell people to follow him. The guy's got like a million followers. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I really need you fucking idiots to tell people to follow me. Do you know who I am? I'm grand old memes. Fuck off. I'm the guy. He's the guy. Drops his dick on the table. He's Just, like, I'm here. It. His dick is a meme. That's how big it is. It's like, look, it's a meme. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, our what's great is our memers will not only make you know just memes, but they'll also make some they'll make short videos, long videos, and things. Another great story which I'm actually uh, I want to talk about at some point is how these illegal aliens now, especially in New York city, not too far from where I am. I'm in the suburb literally are using school gyms yep. to store illegal aliens. Like they're like, like their boxes just say, yeah, we'll just, we're just going to store them in here while your kids are going to school. Yeah. While your kids are going to school, parents are, are, are all in, in an uproar. Meanwhile, they voted for all the people that are okay with this. Eric Adams, the, the New York city mayor literally went and is now appealing the sanctuary city status. And I believe he already got a judge and say, no, 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 you want it to be a sanctuary city. You're a sanctuary city. Now you're, you're stuck with it. And I think it's like now um, it, they're up to like eight or 10 schools. It could be more by the time we're even speaking right now in Brooklyn and some other areas where some of these schools had major renovations of their gymnasiums, like major renovations that took like two years to do. So the kids had a nice gym to do gym stuff in. And now, oh, you guys can't use the gym because we're storing illegal aliens here, which by the way, most of which are military age men not many children or children at all and not many women if any women at all this they also found a massive uh, migrant um processing facility in midtown manhattan and they're actually most of the uh, aliens that they are processing there are from uh, african countries and venezuela and things like that um new york city right now they say at least half of the tourism right now is destroyed in new york city Actually, I think it's now more than half of the hotel rooms in all of New York City, or half of the hotel rooms are booked to store illegal aliens. And they have, as of the beginning of this week, the hotels in the city have slapped the city with, I think, over $75 million in hotel fees storing illegal aliens. They are literally canceling wedding People that have had have blocked of rooms for their weddings a year in advance and special events, just boom, canceling all their reservations so they can store illegal aliens. And they're throwing homeless vets out of hotel out rooms. Out of hotels. Absolutely. So they can store illegal aliens. 
But uh, and this is this is what you guys get. This is what you wanted. These places asked for this. They're like, oh, we're we're a sanctuary city, and now it's it's right on your front door, and you're like, no, 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 no. we don't want this. Like, can we back up here? We don't want to be a sanctuary city right. anymore. Uh, this is a stupid mistake, and uh, I hate to be the one to tell you I told you so, but I fucking right. I told you so. Exactly. And this is what you get, and. And, and unfortunately, uh, the people that suffer in this case are the children or people that may, may, may be even coming from out of state to have a wedding in the city that they booked for their entire family, a hotel room, and they had to cancel their plans uh, because they have a wedding next week. And instead of their family staying at this nice hotel that they booked months and months in advance, uh, they're but getting a lot, of, and a lot of people have their have their their weddings and their events booked and they can't they're booked and paid. They can't get their deposits back. Some people are paid in full for these events and they don't have hotel rooms for their guests now. Like, Oh, we don't know what to do because they're storing illegal aliens. Like it's just, it's wild. But anyway, if you're there's no background checks on any of these, uh, on any of these people, uh, the children no. may not even be with their families. Like no. it, it's crazy. So our third meme of the week, mostly peaceful memes, another great memer. He's great. I mean, mostly peaceful. He's, he's so great. Mostly peaceful memes. And if you're a Dave Chappelle fan and you, you'll uh, hoping you're a Dave Chappelle fan and, and you might have seen the Dave Chappelle show. So then you, you'll you'll get this this meme. Um, but, you know, here. Nice place, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I got to play it again. Nice place, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great. Dave, Dave Chappelle being Rick James. I'm Rick James, bitch. I mean, how do you not? I'm actually just going to play it again because it has the N-bomb in it. It's going to piss nice people place, off. Nice <laughs> So he had I can't get enough of it. Mostly peaceful memes with the New York Post article about the Lightning House and I'm very interested to know because we know for a fact that these people aren't hiking their ass all the way from wherever the fuck they're at to the United States. They're getting bust. They're getting brought uh, in different ways. Um, I'm very interested to see how many of them are from South America and how many of them are from Middle East and if there's any Chinese because there's already yes. Yes, there videos is. of Chinese people crossing the border. There are loads of Chinese nationals in New York City, Venezuela, a lot of, like I said, a lot of African countries. There's a whole migrant processing center that are processing, again, mostly military-age men, no children, uh, very few women, and they're, you know, Somalia, uh, other places in Africa, uh, Venezuela, like I just mentioned, Chinese nationals, Middle Eastern, Ukraine, Russian. They're, they're giving them cell phones with our tax dollars. Sure, everything. They're transporting with our tax dollars, you know, who, who do you think is, you know, those New York City residents, you're all paying tens of millions of dollars, most likely going to be over hundreds of millions of dollars to store these illegal aliens. And then they are going to infiltrate. They're going to the crime is going to rise. Taxes are going to go up. Schools are going to be overwhelmed. It's going to be nonsense, complete pandemonium, dogs and cats living together in perfect mm -hmm. harmony. It's going to be a shit show. How are you going to teach all these kids that probably don't even speak English? Like, how is this even going to work? And again, again, though, it's amazing how 
I mean, there there are kids coming into this country. I mean, it was a few weeks ago. It was over three hundred and whatever forty five thousand. Although I think I think eighty four or eighty five of them are missing. Eighty five thousand are missing. But God. but like, in just most of these places that they're bringing them, it's all just fighting age men. Yeah, it's mostly oh, wow. men. There, are, there there are children, but it's, it, you're right. It is mostly fighting age men. Um, yeah. They're, and they're not sending there. their best. We know they're not sending their best. They're sending criminals uh, and uh, people that from our mental institutions. Sure, they're they're doing all of it. So uh, that meme that meme hits home. <laughs> so he had, I gotta make that a, pad, a pad. Listen, I'm not a white supremacist. I just really like Dave Chappelle. Well, do you go to the gym, Alan? I really. I'm asking, do you does your fat ass go to the gym? No, I have better things to do with my time. Okay, so go then to the gym. Never mind. And I, and I never truly believe you're at the gym. You call me and I hear like weights clang in the background. It literally sounds like it's it's a soundboard and you're like probably sitting oh, by. Oh yeah, I just have a soundboard of gym the yeah, gym, yeah, yeah. Weights, like, gym weights clanging together. And I'm just yeah. like, yeah, Alan, I'm just talking, having this conversation, yeah. all this noise in the background for no reason, just to show off that like, I'm in the gym. You hear like Mr. maybe C- somebody Mr. in the CIA background. Handler. Mr. Yeah. CIA handler over you here. You don't go to the gym. <laughs> okay, you then, you're mind, then you're not a white supremacist. Because if you if you do go to the gym, according to Time magazine, you're a uh, you're a white supremacist. Oh, that's right. That's right. They put out. Yeah, that's so ridiculous. So you got to go. If you, I, I re- highly recommend going to your your daily or you know by you know two three to five times a week to your white supremacy meeting at the local gym. How did you figure? Where did that all come about? That exercising was of like what? Oh no, that's right. Because I remember them saying it. Exercising was rooted in white supremacy. What does that even mean? I have no idea. No clue. Eating is rooted in obesity and really fat, disgusting people. Everything is white supremacy, Alan. It's all white supremacy. And what's the last? What's the last and final meme? Our last meme meme of the week is uh, silent meme Jardy, another another great memer. Um, (laughs) This one's pretty funny. It's. uh, you know what? I, I'm, I'm not even going to explain it. I'm just going to play it. All the kids under the age of 15, come on up here. Hey, why don't you have a seat right over there? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Joe Biden sitting there and Chris Hansen come walking through the door. That I mean, it, That's a real thing that could happen. But literally, he was in a crowd, right? And he was talking about where, like, what did he say? Where, hold on, I got all the kids under the age of 15, come on up here. Hey, why don't you have a seat right over there? Where does he... <laughs> all of the kids under the age of 15 come over here. What is he that? doesn't even hide it. And then the, 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 there was, a, there was a, a meeting the other day where he had this little girl. She asked a question. She's like, come up with me, and we're going to go to the Oval Office. And then the mother's like, can he go as well? And sent the brother or something. Yeah, can he come with a chaperone? Really paying only attention to the little girl just holding her hand and letting the little boy just walk by his side. And he's just looking super creepy walking this, like, eight- or nine-year-old into the Oval Office. So when he got into the Oval Office, he had a sign installed at the Resolute desk 
and it's like one of those like you go into the into the uh, into, into the carnivals and there's like a little a little wood thing there that says you have to be you have to be this high to ride this ride and it's that's what he has on the on the resolute desk he's now. got a, measure, a measuring tape he's got a measuring of like three foot five you have to be this high or lower to ride this ride if you're any taller than this you can't ride this ride you're too old you're too old dude he he doesn't even hide it he literally sniffs children in public it's shower time ashley oh my goodness i that's what i'm saying he, he was touching his, his daughter like the guy is a pervert and a pedophile and doesn't hide it all the kids under the age of 15 come on up here hey why don't you have a seat right over there <laughs> The face at the end is so fucking good. Silent majority. Oh shit! That's like this another one, the South Park episode, the Chris Hansen episode. Yeah. Oh my god! All the pedophiles show up and then they just off themselves on the stairs. Like, oh shit! It's Chris Hansen. Listen. This is every Friday now. We're going to do memes of the week. We're going to do three or four memes that, that take us through the stories of the week, and we're going to highlight them. We're going to tag them on Twitter. You got to follow memes of the week of these memes. You got to follow. You got to fo- follow all of these uh, meme masters. The share meme them. Lines. Share their memes when you share them. Give, them. give them credit for their memes. That's also important. You know, so many uh, people. There's so many people in, in, out there that actually cover up watermarks of some of I'm these memes. Just going to say that there was a big problem recently. I think it was some people from the uh, the Dilly Meme team, and they're all great too. We're going to highlight some of them uh, as well. Um, they people take it people take the memes and unfortunately now they make it easy because i tried it just to see like i have a thing on my phone it's not even an app but just on my android where i can do an object eraser and i can go and their watermark i just circle it and it makes their watermark disappear like they never had it you can replace it with another watermark i made a meme a long time ago it was like when i first started the uh, my podcast and i it, it was i forgot what it was but it was really cool and it kind of went viral and somebody grabbed it. I didn't watermark it. I didn't even realize, you know, whatever. Somebody grabbed it. They changed, they, they erased the text on the meme. They put the same exact text, but in a different font and then put their watermark on it. Didn't change the text, didn't change the meme. And then I was like, I, I tagged them with the original meme like, oh, you're just going to steal my meme. They never responded, and I, I forget who it was. But no. they, they, they do that. These guys work so hard so on hard. memes. And so we're, we're going to get into it as, as, as we go on with, with highlighting these guys on some of these videos that they do. And they do these collaborations and the, uh, the amount of work. And these guys are – it's not like it's their full-time job. They're, they're oh. all – just regular middle-class American regular working, people, yeah. right, that are literally banding together to try to get messaging out. 99% of them are all on team Trump. They're MAGA hat wearing Republicans. They were instrumental in getting the, the messaging out for younger voters and, and other voters for getting Donald Trump elected the first time, work their ass off the second time. They're working their ass off now and working even harder now in the primary season because they have to counteract the idiots in the DeSantis camp, and uh, they can't meme. The DeSantis camp doesn't have any memers. They can't meme, and nope. um, the left can't meme. 
at no, all. They're, ter- they're terrible. But it, you, you got to give these guys credit when they make good memes. Like Alan said, they they work really hard at what they do. And and memes are so important because it packs such a punch of information. And it, it someone said in the chat, it br- it breaks through the MSN. And that's a hundred hundred percent right. And I always tell people like we're battling like a trillion dollar information war right now like we're fighting up against a trillion dollar industry that has literally the power of everything behind them with memes that's literally what we're doing right now and my good friend uh rest in peace justin justin anders from cannabis and combat used to say we're fighting we're fighting the masters of the universe with memes and songs instead of bullets and bombs right and you want to you want to know something it's amazing how influential the memes are because most of these most of these um memers they're getting shared by donald trump jr uh high level people in politics members of congress just people everywhere because their memes resonate resonate these messages and i heard a rumor today from a very 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 good source in trump world that is paying attention to the campaigns that ron DeSantis was going to announce and deferred Apparently, there's like, you know, I think, was it Tim Scott just uh, announced today? All these other people are Chris announcing. Christie. Chris Christie. He didn't I didn't officially announce yet. Chris fuck. But deferred the announcement, Ron DeSantis camp, of him announcing because whatever, whatever happened, whatever it was, they were afraid. Legitimately, I'm not even kidding. This, this came to me this morning from a very reliable source that they were worried. The, yes, my CIA was. They were worried about the memes that were going to come out that he was going to get bombarded with at the announcement. Like He's now, crushed already, dude. Right? Like, no, but like they, the they, meeple they, run, the Jeb Ellis memes. But just think of think of what I just said. How influential the memers have become that they're literally mm-hmm. influencing on when presidential candidates are going to announce their candidacy for president of the United States. We're talking about guys who are make and girls who are who are crafting these memes. Most of these people that you've never seen their face, all of these memers, I don't even know, we don't even know their real names. No. Okay? And no. they are influencing <laughs> political issues in the culture war, in the politics, and now are when presidential candidates are going to announce when they're going to run for president. Okay. Okay. Uh, memes. Think about that. Even, even in 2016, like, like Hillary Clinton tried to get the Pepe, the frog meme classified as a domestic terrorist symbol. She, like, she, But was it her? She, they, who was the memer that got, got convicted? Yeah, of, uh, it, that was, that was, that was uh, someone going after Hillary Clinton. Yeah. What do they want? You know, they, they want to maybe sentence. I don't think he's sentenced yet, but they want to try to sentence him to like 10 years. Ten years. Yeah. For, for, a a meme. Meme. for literally making a meme, which is a scary precedent. It's a very scary precedent that's being set and, uh, you know, taking away free speech completely because you can now be prosecuted for making a meme. Well, I'm going to tell you this. They're going to keep making memes because they all have bold yep. and steel. The talent yep. levels are off the charts. And we are going to make it a point every Friday to highlight memes and the memers. And, and you know, yeah, I, not not just the meme alliance and the Dilly, te- no. uh, the Dilly meme team, but any just average, you know, there's tons of regular, just average memers that do unbelievable work. And every week we're going to start highlighting uh, memes and discussing the the layers that go along with it. 
uh, because and, and you could always, you could all listen. If if anyone out there who listens and they they're what looking at all these memes, if there are memes that you think we should highlight every on on a Friday, uh, send a DM to James on Twitter or Instagram. Send a, a DM no. to me on Twitter or Instagram. I always answer the DMs. Alan Jacoby seventeen seventy six on Twitter and Instagram. James is WPRUSA seventeen on Twitter and Instagram. Right. Uh, no, seventeen seventy six. But my main is We the People Radio with periods in between each word. That is so confusing. <laughs> anyway, you know, you know who's a meme on legs though? Who? Oh my God, Fetterman! This no, guy no, no, is no, a disaster. No, no. Senator Fetter Squatch. <laughs> For one simple reason, President Biden needs to consider using the 14th Amendment uh, if necessary. Uh, if, uh, if necessary. The draft ceiling negotiation is a sad charade. And that's exactly what's wrong about what's wrong in Washington. We're playing with the livelihoods of millions just so the GOP can just turn the screws against the hungry Americans. This is the whole reason why the 14th Amendment exists. We need to be prepared to be using it. Again, remember, say that again. We must be prepared to, in order to use it. I'm going to say that again. We cannot let reckless Republicans. This is the United States Senator. As a hostage. This is the guy that beat Dr. Oz, America's doctor. In court, justice will try to blow up our economy. Look at his colleague That's next on. to him. Like, is this guy right? You have to judge on that. I was like, did I, he looks back at him like he's looking for approval. Like, did I do okay? This I guy, do he, what do you think? So these two guys, sitting next to him, oh, these two guys sitting next to him, who obviously have been around the block for a while and in Congress for a while. Then you have this train wreck ogre, like uncooked turkey on legs, <laughs> retarded Shrek. In a, in a Carhartt hoodie, speaking at a press conference as a United States senator, you can't tell me that it's going through these two guys' head like, what what the fuck are we standing next to? What this is, is embarrassing. This? Yeah, I'd be embarrassed standing next to this guy. Like, like this is what this is what my profession has come to. This is what it's become. Um, I have to no, listen to this guy. Are there no rules or at least standards of dress being a a a member of congress or in, in a senator just can you can you you know you're not a lawyer you're not a banker you don't have to wear a five thousand dollar suit and he has worn suits in hearings and like here you know he's wearing shorts he doesn't yes. wear pants if he's wearing a hoodie no matter how cold it is he's in shorts and he's wearing a hoodie i just i i, I can't like, like at least wear like a button down or like do something, do it was, something. It was, it was Jim Jordan, Jim Jordan takes his, his jacket off all the time. You never see him in a jacket. He wears a shirt, he wears a tie, he wears a, and this guy's over here looking like he just walked out of the Salvation Army clothing bin. Like the Salvation Army clothing bin just threw up all over him. And here I am. He, 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 I guarantee, I guarantee in that thing that he's reading, it says, let me say that again, and has it again as a line. Like, that's written down for him. It wasn't, that wasn't off script. That is written down on that piece of paper that it literally says, let me say this again, or one more time. Like like Joe Biden. Yeah. Oh, 1,000%, dude. <laughs> End of there's, quote. There's no way you're going to tell me that that's not written down on that piece of paper. 
Like, oh my God, that guy is that guy is done. Like he like send him out to pasture. What are we doing? But somehow we're supposed to believe like we're not Dr. Oz fans and, and by any stretch of the means. No. But I can I can understand and look objectively at the fact that he was America's doctor at one point and everybody loved him. And you're telling me that guy beat him? There's no way. There's no fucking way. Uh-oh, retard alert. Retard alert class. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't like Dr. Oz, but the primary was the primary. He won the primary. So it was about stacking chips. Dr. Oz should be where this guy is, the depressed, retarded Shrek. That's not nice. Well, that's what he is. And that's actually what got Jack Posobiec to block me because after the primary... When Dr. Oz lost, um, he was, no, I'm sorry. When he won the primary, he was going, Jack Posobiec was like going after Dr. Oz about, oh, is his mansion in Jersey? He doesn't live in Pennsylvania. And this was like two, maybe two weeks after the primary. And, and he was hammering Dr. Oz and I'm like on his Twitter page, I'm like, why why are you being a cunt dr won the primary are you trying to get retarded shrek elected you you know that's what i put like you literally have like three million followers and people who like are glued to what you're saying so what are you doing Are are you now campaigning for this for this moron and you know well i'm not gonna lie i'm commenting on it and then he blocked me I'm I'm not gonna lie. This is a lot more entertaining watching this than if Doctor Oz were in office. Uh, I will give it that. The memes. It is the, entertaining. But this is, is a guy. This is a guy that can vote. This is a guy that can vote to send your kids to war. This yes. is a guy who 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 can and and would. Oh, vote. he's a sitting. He's a sitting U.S. senator. Like, did you ever see the the movie Shooter with Mark Wahlberg? And he's that sniper. Yeah. And at the very end of the movie, he's like, what are you going to kill a sitting U.S. senator? Like, that's not a joke. Like, these guys wield a lot of power uh, in the United States. And and I'm corrupt or not, uh, this guy can do a lot of things being a U.S. senator and has a lot of benefits being a U.S. senator. And he's a cooked turkey. He's probably not. He's got handlers. He's got people that are giving writing that script for him. Like, he is not even there. And and. You know, part of me, part of me thinks this is almost by design to allow this guy to go out there and show us how ridiculous this whole charade is. Like, it doesn't get any more obvious when he's showing up to give a speech in a fucking Carhartt sweater. Like, at least put him up there like Jim Jordan, like we said. Like, it, it's an absolute joke. Like, he, the average individual is like, what is this guy doing wearing a sweater? But you know, it's like we're so far. We're so far from reality, the way things are in government and politics and how people carry themselves, whether it's ethics. I mean, we literally have drag queens and transgenders running through the White House, getting invited and all this stuff. We had... It's upside down world. We had literally that transgender freak, Sam Britton, on the Biden administration who gets arrested. I mean, when when you think it can't get any worse, you have this guy. Arrested. Who just got arrested as a fugitive from justice. I guess he had like a warrant or something. Yeah, because he got caught stealing the luggage. Yeah, but like literally they went to his house. His husband was there. 
And yeah, Sam Britton, the non-bi, I love it, the non-binary former government official ousted for being exposed by the National Post, he was exposed by, has been arrested as a fugitive of justice. He he considers, right, he's an LGBTQ activist and drag queen. And he this guy literally served as the Department of Energy, Energy's Office of Nuclear Energy. And he went by an alter ego, Sister Ray D.O. Active. That's literally what his alter ego was, Sister Ray D.O. Active. So stunning and brave. He's just, you know, the most stunning and brave individual I've ever seen in my entire life. And he was. And what would we do without that kind of courage in this world, Alan? He had a profile on that website, uh, rentboy.com, which they shut down in 2015. Um after a raid, it was related to underage prostitution. So he was, uh, the other night he was arrested at like 10 PM at his house. Um, he's, and he's being held at Montgomery, Montgomery County central processing unit on a no bond status. And he's being extradited. Um, good. He lost his job after the habit of stealing women's clothing from airport luggage carousels during work trips and revealed was you know, he, that was revealed and reports indicate that he is now arrested at his home in Maryland. They don't say exactly what it's all about, but I, I guess it's something to do with that. Um, he was so when he was a Biden official, he was among the top one percent of federal employees in terms of his salaries, one of the highest paid, and he also had um you know, top level Q clearance, giving him access to every classified information. Um, and and, oh, and that, he had the highest level of uh, security uh, clearance. And he was a member oh, of the Washington DC chapter of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence Drag Queen Society, um, which that, that organization in DC, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence Drag Queen Society, they declared Dr. Fauci as Daddy Fauci. They declared him a saint. They were like nuns, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence Drag Queen Society, and their saint was Daddy Fauci. These people are so sick in the head, Alan. Like Imagine? they need serious mental help. Um it's it's sad how far humanity has gone that they're literally calling this evil, like the, the gay community of all people, the gay community is calling Dr. Fauci, St. Fauci. What, after what he did to the gay community in the eighties, like the whole movie D Dallas buyers club, Alan, Yep. the evil doctor that they're, they're trying to stop is Dr. Fauci. Yeah. He, that is literally about Dr. Fauci. This this sicko who literally held the highest level of national security clearance that there is. This was an older article and this is him there with shirtless with his play toy in a leather dog mask, which is probably a member of the U S military because they've been wearing the same masks and literally had said in an interview <sighs> at one point that, um, well, he, he didn't say it, but he was annoyed that they were criticizing of liking to have sex with animals. Like he was literally critic like people shouldn't criticize wanting to have sex with uh with animals. You imagine it's absolutely disgusting. Like this is this is so sad to see where society is coming. This is not the only hire that they have. The guy who's the open Satanist who was just out here in Las Vegas uh doing Wait, what did they make him? I forget what he made they made him. But uh yeah home home goy in uh 
Foxholes killed thousands of the AZT. Easy E was one of them. Um, you know, he was heavily involved in in, in that. Um, but they hired that other guy. He was just out in Vegas a couple of weeks ago doing some HIV event, and they were dancing, doing all this striptease stuff on in 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 honor of AIDS. It's, it's like and i don't know about you you watch if you watch tv at all even on youtube or any other uh, uh, platform it's aids commercials left and fucking right they're now testing the military for aids because of the jab what we've been saying the entire time everybody has fucking aids now It's wild what that they're like uh, HIV uh, cases in the military have have skyrocketing. Like we haven't heard about HIV since the nineties, dude. Like that hasn't been a thing in how long? <sighs> For a long time. And you it's hear crazy. you hear the monkeypox are coming back, Alan? Oh, I heard that. Yeah, Virgin, heard that. the monkeypox, but they're now called the Mpox instead of the monkeypox. <sighs> monkeypox. What about Hillary Clinton? What is she up to these days? What is she doing? What's Huma Aberdeen up to? Oh, oh, isn't she? Um, who was she? Was just seen somewhere. Who was she? What's John Podesta up to? He's working for the Biden administration. Um, they saw that. That was another thing in the Durham report. What FBI shut down that they saw four criminal investigations into the Clintons. Four. Yeah, four, four. But <laughs> just what's her body count? Investigations, what? not not civil criminal investigations into the Clintons. Four criminal investigations. Who was in Hillary charge of shutting that down? Who made those calls? Who made those decisions? So I, I have. It says um, so. In 2014, the FBI investigated a well-placed confidential sources claims that an unnamed foreign government intended to contribute to Hillary Clinton's anticipated presidential campaign as a way to gain influence with Clinton should she win the presidency. Uh, The field office investigating these claims almost immediately sought a Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, FISA warrant, but it remained in limbo for approximately four months, primarily due to Clinton's then-expected presidential campaign. All right. She she broke the law, but she might run for president, so we can't do anything about it. Uh, according to another agent, the application lingered because everyone was super more careful and super scared. more careful. That's 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 what that was. That was a quote. Super more careful and scared with the big name Clinton involved. Um, they were pretty tiptoeing around Hillary Clinton because there was a chance she would be the next president or the investigating agents would end up in body bags from unspecified. The amount of, the amount of deaths surrounding the Clintons. Uh, circle back real quick. My man, White Means, said the Satanist guy was heading up the monkeypox uh, response, and uh, he says he thinks he's the butt-fucking disease czar or something like that. Um, that sounds pretty accurate. <laughs> yes, yes. The emperor of anal of the Biden administration. Was, I, I have a video. I, I wish we, I sent it to you. He's literally, they're doing this whole AIDS like celebration. Like if you have AIDS, it's I awesome. I saw that. Yeah. If you have AIDS, you're great. <laughs> great. AIDS is awesome. Like this is fantastic. 
It's fucking crazy. Dude. Like, you can't believe this is reality. This is what we're talking about. So this also goes into saying that the report also revealed that three separate F- three separate FBI field offices in Washington, D.C., Little Rock, Arkansas, and New York City, New York opened investigations into possibly criminal activity involving the Clinton Foundation, say it didn't so. Last, less than one year before the November 2016 presidential election, one of these investigations was spawned by Breitbart News contributor uh, Peter Schweizer's book, Clinton Cash, which exposed the Clinton Foundation's global nexus of influence peddling. Um, it goes on and on about, you know, in January 2016, three different FBI field offices, again, um, possible criminal activity with the Clinton Foundation, uh, just so much. It, it's it's wild. Again, we're talking um, about the same FBI uh, that literally tried to take down a sitting U.S. president and frame him and uh, put him as this Russian asset and remove him from office. A duly elected president during an election which was rigged, just not rigged enough um, in favor of Hillary Clinton because we the people stood up and did something about it, and they didn't expect us to actually do something. I mean, who are, they went at, so they went after, they, they said, um, Donald Trump was a Russian asset. Roger Stone was a Russian asset. George General Popper, Flynn. General, did they say General Flynn was a Russian asset? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. And that, oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. And then uh, George Papadopoulos was a Russian asset. Basically, anybody and everybody was a Russian asset. Yep. Yep. Because that was why, that's, that's why they hit him with the Logan Act, because he went over to speak with the Russian. That's right. And what they uh, do with, and then with Carter Page? Carter Page as well, absolutely. Right. Devin Nunez is a, a Russian asset. Right. Like these, these these people are that's it's it's their go to. Like like we said at the top of the show, they never address the statement being said or the facts that are being put out. They always attack the the individual. It's a it's an easy cop out. Oh, he's a Russian asset, so no matter what he says, it's discredited because he's an asset of the evil big bad boogeyman Russia. <sighs> <sighs> this is this is par for the course, Alan. It's the, the the corrupt FBI, and again, this is why no charges have been been doled out. This is why nothing has been done because who the fuck is going to prosecute? The FBI is not going to investigate the FBI. The DOJ is not going to prosecute a, a, a damn person. If they do, it's going to be a completely biased jury that will not do anything to anybody, especially if it's the Hillary Clintons that deserve to be arrested. Cause we now know through John Brennan, like we stated earlier, she co- concocted this entire plan. Um, she would never see a, a day in jail or anything, even if they, they brought charges. And honestly, if you ask me, that's probably their best bet is to try to bring her charges in DC. So she gets found not guilty. So then they can't charge her with the same crime twice. Yeah, that's a good point. <sighs> you have one shot. You have one, literally one shot to take these people down. So you have to make sure it's 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 done right. And uh, as much as we want things to be done, we know there's more than enough evidence. Uh, now is not the time. And this is why we say on this show that a court of public opinion is so important. And I am, I am finding so much joy seeing all these people wake up. And, and, and again, this is not with heavy media coverage. This is with alternative media and memes and yeah. things like this that's getting it out to the people that are seeing this stuff. They're like, wait a second, why isn't this on the news? Why aren't they talking about this on the news? 
It's on Twitter. It's all over the place. And they're seeing it. Social media got away from them. They don't have, they can't, like in 2020, they were able to shut down these stories on social media. Think about it. Twitter is not censoring these stories right now. They may be throttling people. And I want to talk about what's going on with Twitter as well. Oh, yeah. But 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 they're not they're 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 not taking stories down. In 2020, if this if this hearing was going on and we decided to share these clips on Twitter, they'd be taken down off the internet. Your your account would be taken down and you you you'd have to rebuild from scratch. This is what they did. This is we can't forget that this is what happened. Now in 2023, they can't do that because Twitter is allowing this stuff to go around. So the average individual is seeing it. For the first time, they're not they're not just pigeonholing it to one section and putting it into the shadow realms. It's actually getting airwaves in social media. And we're seeing that impact happen right in front of our eyes with normies. Every day they're waking up. They're like, holy shit, what is going on? The FBI is is this corrupt? They're, they did what? Yeah. Like, I didn't think this could happen in America. We got to get like something's got to change. And, and you're seeing it at record numbers, Alan. And I love it. I do too. Listen, more people are paying attention. We still need more people to pay attention. Yes, yes. <clears throat> and, you know, the whole Twitter thing, it's it's interesting because, like, there are some accounts that are being affected, especially this week, uh, from smaller to bigger accounts as far as reach. Some, some larger accounts um, are, when they look at their analytics, are down as far as impressions and reach. Uh, extensively you said you were having issues with twitter i haven't had any issues recently um but i think it also depends on on the tweet and there's all these algorithms and all of this coding and i don't understand any of that shit so toria brooke yeah posted something the other day and i sent it to you and uh elon musk responded to what was happening with this leak that came out. So breaking Twitter code reveals the platform is using out of network reply penalty. That weighs significantly more than being a verified Twitter blue account. The out of network reply penalty reportedly makes you virtually invisible, even with a blue check mark. It also keeps retweets from gaining any traction, even if retweeted by large accounts of 100K plus followers. Reputation and social circle are also being used as means of ranking tweets in the feed. So depending on who you're following, depending on who you're, you're interacting with, is going to throttle your account. And I'll tell you right now, I've been saying for a long time that first off, I can't tweet everything that I want to tweet. I get stopped from tweeting a lot of things. And some of them are just basic promos for the show. Right. It's, it's, and, and, and one was for the gaming and there was literally no words whatsoever. Like I, maybe I was thinking uh, I said that we're, we're threats to the rule of law in quotations. Uh, uh, right. I thought maybe that might be it. I get blocked from tweeting things all the time. I literally Southern, that Southern dude, (coughs) excuse me, that Southern dude, he put out a tweet. He's like, I was just at the Cincinnati zoo paying respect to Harambe. Never forget. And I went and put a a picture, a gif of Harambe standing in front of an American flag. And I said, Dick's out for Harambe. Couldn't tweet it. 
wasn't allowing me to tweet it. I don't know, because I, I know I, I don't think I'd have a problem tweeting that. It's weird. Like yeah, I, I, can't, I couldn't tweet it, and then and then I'll tweet can, the problem is nobody can figure out the algorithm. Like you don't know what it is because if there's I'll so many tweet things, Alan. Like I'll tweet things, and I'll think it's a great tweet. Like it, 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 and I'll send it to you sometimes. I'll send you some of my tweets, like you do do, do as mm-hmm. well with me. We 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 talk back and forth, and. uh I'll go back and look for the tweet in my on my thread in my page. Like I'll see all the other tweets that I have in between that before and after. They're all there, uh, but this one's just fucking disappears. It's in it's in the gulag. Even if I go to replies, like it's it's nowhere to be found unless I go to the text message. It's there. If I go to the text message and click the link that I sent you, it'll show up. But I can't find it organically just by lo- just- looking through. I just think I th- I just think it's you. I don't think they I don't think they like your face. Brandy's in the chat and she said she never gets warned on tweets. It's just you. Yeah, they hate me. They hate you know, me because they hate me. So you know what it is? Sometimes I'll respond and I may say something that's a little abrasive, and Twitter will say, "Oh, do you you know you know the you sure you want to tweet that or do you want a chance to edit it?" Yeah. Um, send. And I've I've literally been. Like I said, I, I've I've been in 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 the Twitter gulag for seven days a few times. I mean, you know, Jenna Ellis managed Jebba to me, Ellis Jebba. Jebba Jebba Ellis and her team managed to get me permanently banned for like six or seven hours until I won the appeal. They're running from them subpoenas. Yeah, she she first of all she ain't fucking running nowhere. Nowhere is she running. Just keep she running. Might want to start running on the treadmill. <laughs> yeah, that's that might be a good idea. Chris Christie's running for president. Yeah, he he needs to just keep running and running and running and running, running for president. I posted the picture of him playing softball for the NYPD softball oh, tournament at Yankee Stadium with his mangina. Oh my god, dude! That guy never trust a guy who wears his baseball pants up to his tits like he's Ralph. Uh, he's uh, Nat Jerry Nadler, he and then throws like a girl. He had, like, yeah, he had beyond camel toe. It was a disaster. Like, he should not have been on the baseball field. Uh, he should stick to eating donuts. They have that picture of him at, like, the snack bar where he's just tremendous. Like, <laughs> he's a woolly mammoth, dude. Like, he's disgustingly, morbidly obese. Like, gross. Take If you can't take care of yourself, like, somewhat... How do you expect anybody to think you could take care of the country? You can't even take care of yourself. You're literally one one French fry away from a heart attack. He dude. couldn't even take care of New Jersey. No, he was a terrible governor, dude. He was a, a joke. His wife, his wife runs that household as well, just like Meatball Ron. That's another household that's run by his wife. Yeah, any I'm sorry, but any any man who is has a wife that is a power hungry woman. Um, first of all, you're not a fucking man. If you're competing with your wife professionally or politically, you're not, you're a beta. And second of all, you just, you can't be, you cannot be trusted to be able to run a city, a state, a country. I mean, no, look at Hillary Clinton. Look at, you know, all right, Chris Christie's wife. Look at Ron DeSantis's wife, Jill. I mean, she literally just wants to move into the White House and play the role of Jackie Onassis. That's who she thinks she is with how she dresses. And she apparently, from again, everyone that surrounds themselves with them and knows, 
she wears the pants in the family. You might as well call Ron DeSantis the first lady of Florida because she tells him what's going to happen. Um, I don't know. Maybe she does something really cool with her tongue. I don't know. But oh, she must. She must do something. There is some just real. Someone said this to me the other day. We we're in a conversation. That was like two weeks ago. And I thought about it today. <clears throat> it's not a very good topic, but I said, for argument's sake, he's not a Trump supporter, doesn't hate Donald Trump, voted for Joe Biden, doesn't know if he what he he doesn't want Joe Biden to run for president again. He is a Democrat, but he does not want to see Donald Trump as president again. And then we were just talking about like, you know, the, the different Republicans out there and the different Democrats. And I get because now we have I mean, we know what the short answer is if it would have happened. Let's just say for God forbid. Donald Trump got sick or worse or something. And, you know, who who's our guy then? Who who's the front runner? Let's just say we wanted we didn't want it still to be Ron DeSantis, which I I don't. I, I don't. But then if you if you look through the line of Republican candidates who are either eligible or, or have the, you know, somewhat experience, who else is there? Like, I know who I want to see. I really would like to see in the Oval Office, either in 28 or 32, is Byron Donalds from Florida. Uh, You know, fairly new congressman. I could see him. um, Big MAGA, big Trump supporter. Um, I'm not opposed to that, but I'm I'm at a position right now where I can't look that far ahead because of how important right now is and i agree with what you're saying we, 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 hypothetical you no know, i'm with you i'm with you i just haven't put any i literally haven't put any thought into neither that did I. Neither, and, neither, and you're 100 right like who carries the torch after donald trump uh is no longer with us because again he's in his 70s like he's not like a spring chicken well, uh, let's face it if uh, let's just take the worst case scenario not that the guy dies but he he gets through the primary, runs in the general, they completely fuck everything up, and he, he, they, you know, lie, rig, cheat, steal, whatever it is, and he doesn't win the general. He's done. He's not running again. Like, he's not coming back in in, in uh, 2020. Oh, he'd be in his 80s. No, he's, he's done. done. He's done. He's done. Um, you know, he'll do other things until he can't do anything anymore as far as in the background stuff, I'm sure. Although, you know, <laughs> crazy him. No, 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 I'm going to run in 2028. But, uh, you know, it's, I don't know who the next, rep- listen, inevitably. At I don't some really point, trust any of them, dude. I don't know, neither do I, but there's, there's gotta be somebody out there up, up and coming that might be. Um, Baron Trump. Relevant. I don't think Baron Trump's going to ever get into politics. Um, he's I, a time traveler, dude. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't think he's going to uh, ever get into politics. I and I don't see like I don't know if Don Jr. would do it. I don't think he would, and I don't even know if I'd want to see him do it to be honest with you. But I don't think no, he. I would. don't think he would either. But you know he's he's definitely knee deep in the political world. Like yeah, even White Means says they they have to be vetted, and you're 100 percent right. You have to dig into their past, dig into what they're what what sure. what they're doing. And, you know, we find out so so quickly what these people are about, and just by looking into their, into who 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 they're associated with, things like that, um, it's not very difficult uh, these days. 
I want uh, George Santos to be president one day. Huh? I want George Santos to be president one day. He probably already has it on his resume that he's King, King Santos, the hero that we didn't want, but the hero that we need. George Santos, the king. King King Santos. King Santos. He's my hell. guy, man. He's my guy. He's gonna beat the indictments. He's gonna he's running for re-election. It's an absolute um, joke. It's it's a it's a total political attack that they're even going after him, dude. What a joke. What an absolute joke. <laughs> they need to cover it up. It's it's not a coincidence as all this stuff is coming out now uh, that they're trying to cover this stuff. They're trying to cover up everything that's going on. You're going to see wild stuff. Like after 2028, it's going to be like just fucking – it's going to be like – it's going to be wild. You, you, you don't think you don't think AOC is going to going to run for for president at some point and like thirty two or or possibly, or, but I mean that's let's see let's see what happens as far as you know uh, things things in the future because things could drastically change with a, a Trump victory, uh, especially if he gets rid of a lot of the bureaucrats and uh, cleans house, which I think will be pretty swift, and uh, and he's going to do whatever he's going to literally do whatever it takes to do that, uh, and. That'll be bad for a lot of these establishment cucks. If he can then fix our voting systems, things like that, uh, those will bring huge changes to the United States. And then what happens politically? Like, really think about it. It's it's a very interesting prospect that things like this can happen, and we can actually have a a fair country again. Like, uh, we can have something that we can rely on. And I I truly believe the system needs to be changed as a whole. Uh, Going back to paper ballots, going 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 back more uh uh by hand rather than by machine. Oh I I listen, I, I think I think a majority of 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 um of rational thinking humans would like yep. that. Would like yep. voter ID, yep. et cetera. Um it, it's, it's, pretty, it's a pretty simple fix. And I think it's something that we can actually see happen if if we get rid of all of these unelected bureaucrats and these these roadblocks that these people put up, these red tape, red roadblocks uh, that don't abide by the Constitution at all. Um, and once that happens, we can actually get a, 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 a semblance of our country back. And I think that's a very real reality, Alan. I, I truly believe this. Um, I still think that there's a lot of chess pieces on the board that have left to be moved. Like I, I, I think that this is now going to start to open up questions with this Durham report. Now that we know that the FBI lied and made this whole entire thing up, what did they use and how did they lie to the FISA courts? And they're going to start looking into the FISA courts and what happened there. Right. I'm very I hope so. I, 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 yeah, I hope so. And, and Devin Nunez was on the TV the other day uh, talking about exactly that. He's like, well, now it's in you know Jim Jordan's hands and. You know, let's see what he does. If he does anything, I think he will. Um, but let's see what happens. Yeah. So, I, 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 again, we look into that. The court of public opinion is important. We go to the court of public opinion, and they see what this is going on even further, that they went to the this secret court that most people don't even know exists. Most FISA people court. don't, don't even know what a FISA warrant is. What's a FISA warrant? What's a FISA court? Like, what is it? You know, people don't know. And it's, there's, there's so much shit that goes on. There's so many moving parts in bureaucracy and government and politics that people don't understand. And they think it's so easy. And, and and I'm not saying everybody needs to get educated on, yeah, everything is not black and white. You know, it's still, still to the, I, I can't even like the whole, oh, well, 
Trump and DeSantis should just team up and be on the same ticket. Yeah, it can't work that way. It just it can't work that way legally. They're both from Florida. Okay. Like it's, I wouldn't want that at this point anyway. No, 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 no. I, I, I but people will still say because listen, so more more on Instagram than Twitter. Twitter is 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 the 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 home of the rivals of the you know, you know the, Trump uh, camp. And, the Trump meatball wars. Yeah. But like it doesn't happen really much on Instagram because I posted a few, um, you know, Ron DeSantis meatball memes and stuff on my Instagram page. And I was getting, I was getting tormented in the comments. I was laughing like, well, why are you going after Ron, Ron DeSantis? Why aren't you going after Joe Biden? And I'm like, well, buckle up princess. It's primary season and I'm team Trump and I'm not supporting Ron DeSantis. Like, like, People are not on, people are like, I don't understand all this infighting in the Republican Party between the Trump and the DeSantis people. It's fucking primary season, people. Because it's Alan, primary season. Alan, it just goes to show again that Twitter, as much as I'm complaining about the lack of reach and you know Elon Musk saying it's not uh, freedom, it's, it's freedom of speech, not freedom of reach. Uh, it's still. Uh, more open of a platform than Instagram. Instagram is so censored and so throttled. Like I was, we did red pill gaming the other day, Alan and uh-huh. Scorpion shared the, uh, the post and tagged me. He goes, dude, I, I don't have a lot of followers and I don't do crazy numbers, but because his main account got banned at like 15,000. Yeah. Um, but I, I was doing way more than this. I can't get past like 16 views on any of my stories since I shared you, that that post and tagged you like everything got throttled bobby sauce said that to me uh huey media said it to me it's happened to many people where on instagram if they tag me or share me they get they get throttled you're like uh, the fucking antichrist of social dude, it's fucking insane i don't know why they hate me so much it i like i may i'm probably the most censored person that nobody knows who is no uh, knows about i i don't i just it's it's weird it's like i don't know if they're doing it by ip address or it's just your your fbi agents pressing the throttle button like non-stop <laughs> like it, it's it's it, I, we we started early we we were one of the the we started very early in all of this and we were like we were going for a whole year before you started the great divide mm-hmm. um and we were going strong so they caught on onto us pretty quickly. Like we got banned from YouTube before the election. We got banned from Facebook. Like we got hit hit really hard. Spotify. We lasted a week. We literally right. lasted a week. Um, you know, media media matters wrote articles about us to get get us removed from platforms. Um, you know, so we're we're on the radar, and it's by this corrupt FBI. That's literally what. Like this is why I find so much joy in them being exposed in the way they are being bent over the table because they're actively looking at me. They're like, "Yo, this guy's a domestic terrorist because he posts things on the internet and he talks about it on his his podcast." Like yeah. he's such a big threat. This guy. They're asking yeah. people that went to January six about me. Like why? I'm just some fucking pothead that gangs they just calls out the government's bullshit. They they literally they and they zone in on the word MAGA. It's got to be one of the most triggered word among Democrats and 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 like federal law enforcement and intelligence agencies. Literally, the people as well is a right. is a trigger word. <laughs> like, but like literally, they they they. I mean, 
Everything that's bad is a MAGA Republican. If you look at mainstream media and the Democrats, white Hakeem, supremacist MAGA Republican Jeffries, every term out of his mouth when it's something negative about the right, he doesn't say. They all do it now. They don't say, "Oh, my colleagues on the right." They don't say Republicans. They say MAGA Republicans. Some of them will even go as far as say the extreme MAGA Republicans on the other side of the aisle. And they'll generalize it, or sometimes they'll be like, well, you know, you have your Republicans, and then you have your MAGA Republicans. Mm -hmm. And listen, I agree, because the MAGA Republicans don't want to deal with all the establishment bullshit, and that's why every county and every state should have a MAGA Republican club and be fundraising for MAGA Republican candidates to primary establishment candidates. Literally, think of the Hells Angels. They have chapters in every major city and all over the world. Okay. Sons of Anarchy fan. Right. So literally like these motorcycle clubs, anything else, you should literally have MAGA Republican clubs and be community community activism out of your assholes, rallies, fundraisers, events, community outreach, recruitment, fundraising to the primaries and shoving it up every establishment Republicans' ass that have anchored themselves in Congress and local office. Just forget about national, local office, school boards, mayorships, councilmen, or trustee, whatever the hell you call it. So real quick, because you're you're a, an honorary member of the New York Young Republicans Club, which— I'm an associate. Member. Associate. Excuse me. My, my language was wrong. Excuse, excuse me. It's a big fucking deal. Well, I'm over 40, so I'm an associate. You old, you old fuck. Yes. Associate. Um, you never be a made man, Alan. You never be a made man. Um, well, I, I make the men. They have to make the <laughs> Alan is a CIA handler. This is true. I um, am I am the kingmaker. <laughs> I decide who runs this place. Um <laughs> so I've noticed a lot of them are MAGA Republicans. They all are. Well, that's my question. I was like, is there any divide in that? Uh, in, that, in that club? In that club. No, but it's it's so, populist to the max. So so if that's the case, if that's the case, wouldn't it set a huge precedent to set forward, be like, hey, we're no longer just the young Republicans club. We're now the young MAGA Republicans club. The, the biggest Republicans club in the country is now in, saying, okay, we're, we're, we're stepping away from the establishment. Well, they've already said, no, no, no. They've already stepped away from the establishment. They are that they, sets the precedent for other chapters, and that could be the founding chapter, they, just like the Sons of Anarchy is the their founding oh, chapters in Redwood. Without it being called the MAGA Republican Club, because their history goes back since 1911 as the New York Young Republican Club, and they literally have had I don't know five members become presidents of the United States. Um, they it was a lot of history there, like they. Without saying it, they are the MAGA of Republican clubs, and they are already molding others. Like they were inspirational of the Washington, D.C. Young Republicans Club from changing over their board. And now the Washington, D.C. Young Republicans Club is like an almost a mirror of the New York Young Republican Clubs. The same one with, I think it might be Palm Beach, Florida Young Republicans. Same thing there. Like, um, uh, Vish Burr and Gavin Wax, who run the, the uh, New York Young Republican Club, went down there, you know, was speaking uh, events and and basically like 
showing them the way. Like, this is the model. The establishment's going to hate you. They're going to come after you. Other young Republican clubs in the in, in the whole in national organization are going to come after you because you're going to speak your mind like we do. Like, it's literally, you know. You know you read my they are, it's envy because they see what they can accomplish with influence on the national stage and the local stage. I mean, they're out doing, I think tomorrow they're, they're doing, they have boots on the ground deployments for, uh, for some local uh, council people in, in New York to, you know, get signatures for the ballots and things like that. They'll literally listen, J.R. Majewski in, in Ohio running, I, I making the connection there where I think the New York young Republican clubs, they're going to do a, an event for J.R. Majewski in Ohio. And he's going to come here so they can fundraise for his campaign. They did it for Joe Kent in Washington, the last cycle. Like they will literally, if you're a MAGA Republican and you reach out to the New York young Republican club, Gavin Wax, chances are they're going to say, yeah, come here. And we like your values. We'll not only endorse you, but we will do a fundraiser for you. Let's, let's, let's try to get Gavin on the show pretty soon and talk about exactly that. So we can try to set the precedent for other clubs going forward. So, uh, yeah, I, I was actually, I was, texting a little bit with him today and he's easy I, I as long as he has time he'll 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 come on i, I ask him and he'll he'll yeah, let's talk because that that's a, that's a very huge initiative that i think can can be accomplished if done the right way and uh i think behind the scenes it is being done in a way <clears throat> and like what i, I want to have when i see him in person i'm it's a conversation i want to have with him because i have some ideas and how that could work as far as you know what the problem is james what it comes down to is you know what people want to do like there are people that want to be involved in organizations like that unfortunately whether it's because they work a lot they don't have the time to put in or unfortunately the stigma of well, this is what I do for a living, and I have to really be careful because if my politics spill into my workplace, I'm fucked. Yep. And it happens, unfortunately, to a lot of people, but only on the right because if you're a pink-haired, sick, liberal progressive with metal hanging out of your nose and eyelids, and you, you wear Satan work, stars, leather strapping, and women's yeah. clothing. Wearing a fucking pentagram around your neck and have devil horns fucking tattooed above your eyebrows, they'll give you a raise at work. It's like, oh, look, stunning and brave. Let's give it a raise. What are you today? You a no qualifications for this job whatsoever. But here you go, like our health minister, the trans transgender Randy, what's his name? Oh, Randy Levine. Yeah, Randy Some Levine. Some set of old bald on that guy. Some set of old- bald on that guy. Old Randall, real good health minister, looking real strong health wise. You know, knows what he's talking about when it comes to, you know, taking care of yourself, this fat fuck. Like, yeah, it's like Chris Christie being in charge of our health. Like, imagine he got appointed to a cabinet position that had to do with the food and health. He of, wouldn't uh, fit in the cabinet. They'd have to get a, like a fucking armoire for that fat bastard. He wouldn't even fit in that thing. He barely fits through the door, dude. Like that guy literally probably has like like when he walks through a door both of his not even his arms like he probably has to go like this to walk through the door pinch his shoulders together and his fat out the sides just rubs up against the door me nauseous the door on each side probably has got some cottage cheese in that roll all right okay okay (laughs) 
You're good. Alan, you're good. Alan, you're good. Alan, you're good. Alan got grossed out. I had to see you're if good. I could see if I could. I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm trying to save the audience. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to save them so they, they, they don't start throwing up all over. You have bar, bar for ramas in there. Sure, Alan, Alan can handle how. Uh, no, I can handle it. I can handle it. I, I, I absolutely can. It's, you know, I don't know if anyone else can, can handle it out there. If you great. <laughs> oh, you don't even know the smells I've experienced. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's disgusting. I smoked a cigar with a dead guy once. Come on. Relax. You're a psychopath, dude. You're a literal psychopath. We need to call an institution and have uh Alan I told, institutionalized. I told, I told that story on a on a cigar podcast I was on about smoking a cigar with a dead guy. And they were like they were enthralled. They were like, You did what? Yeah. It's like, well, I just find a random dead guy and say, "Hey, I'm going to smoke a cigar." It was, it was, it was just, it happened. I like had you, wait you were on the job, I'm sure. I and- was. I was a medic in the city, and what happened was, it was really busy. And the way it works back then was, you know, you call an ambulance, and if the person's dead and they don't, they can't be transported to the hospital because they're obviously dead. You pronounce them, and then you have to wait for the the police to come, and then there's paperwork to do. So then, like the it, it, some instances it's waiting around it's either, yeah it's either the morgue is going to come pick them up or it's the funeral home if there's family this specific mm-hmm. guy didn't have any family or they were from out of state and he was young young he was like in his 50s and he had a heart attack in his chair and he was he was found um because there was a little bit of an odor coming out of the apartment but wow. So, and it was a really hot day, but it really wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't horrible. Like, it's whatever. So you sat down and smoked a cigar. I'm going to tell you the story, but listen, because it, it, the, it, there, we have tricks with the smell. So, it's cigars being one of them. I always had cigars in the ambulance with me, always, because if we knew we were going to have a body and we may have to stick around and it smelled, it's you light up a cigar, you go in their kitchen, you find the coffee grounds, you put them in a pan with just the coffee grounds in it. And you burn them on the stove and then you just let the smell of the coffee and the cigar. And if it's, you know, you can usually help. So this, this particular day, it was an apartment. We get there. It was so busy. The cops were like in backlog with calls and, and they just, they weren't available. So we were stuck and like, you know, when we're making a phone call, we're like, yeah, we're, we're out of service. We have to sit here. We can't, you can't leave a dead guy. Just wait. Yeah. The cops will be here in a little while and that's it. No, we have to wait for them, you know, like chain of custody for a dead guy. So he was literally sitting in a recliner. He, I looked like he was just eating a, a sandwich and he had the big one in the chair and he died and the TV was on whatever. So me and my partner are in there and it's, it's a summer day. And it was it was hot in the apartment. He had an air conditioner. I cranked it on, tried to cool down the apartment. I found the coffee grounds in the kitchen. And I'm like, oh, I have cigars in the ambulance. I go and I get a cigar. My partner is literally like in, I think he was, uh, he was on the phone the whole time, like talking to his girlfriend and uh, like out in the hall, hanging out in the hall of the apartment. And I his TV's on. So I sit down. On a he he there's like a, there's a uh, a recliner and then there's lazy a couch. yeah like almost like a lazy boy type and that's what he was in at like the whole other side of the couch so then there was this big couch the TV's there so I sit on the other end of the couch and I'm like 
all right, I guess we're in it for the long haul. So I have this cigar and I'm like, you know, getting ready, I'm lighting it. And now, so the remote controls on the floor must have fell and it was just laying on the floor. So I go, <laughs> I grab the remote and I start flipping the channels. And by chance, you know that movie Heat with Robert De Niro and Val Kilmer? Yes. It's one of my favorite movies. Great movie. Dude, it was on and it was just starting. It was like, I just caught the beginning of it. So I was all excited. So I'm sitting at the end of the couch. He's over there just doing what dead guys do. And I start watching the movie and I'm smoking my cigar. Now I'm getting comfortable. I like unlace my boots. I'm just relaxing. Buckle your ba- pants. My, my, all right, so we, you know, I had my like your duty belt on with all your stuff. I took that off and I laid it on the couch next to me because it's just uncomfortable. You know, you got to get comfortable. I'm watching this movie. He's over there doing, you know, mouth wide open. What are you doing right now? He's on the phone with his girlfriend the entire time outside the apartment, right? So we like had the door cracked. Like I can hear him pacing back and forth and he's on the phone with his girlfriend. We have nothing to do. And here I am watching the movie and smoking a cigar. Time flew by. This is pre-cell phone, correct? No, we had... So we, no, we had cell phones, but we a had smartphone. I meant pre yeah, we, smartphone. We had, you remember the next tells with the, yeah. um, with the direct connect and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm saying I'm in pre, I'm in pre smartphones. Oh yeah. No, 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 no smartphones. So you're not like sitting there scrolling on social media and shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I just wanted and, to clarify. Um, this was in, this was in like, this was in 2000. Was it in 2000? No, it was in 2002. It was in 2002. Um, it was after 9-11. Yeah, it was 2002. I was, so, I was like 13 years old. It was the summer of 2002. So <laughs> all of a sudden, like, and I'm, I'm, I'm smoking a cigar and I'm watching the movie. And then it's like at the end when I, I watched the entire fucking movie. I got through the entire movie. That's how long it took the cops to get through? That's how long it that, So it was right at the end. And... <laughs> It was that scene where they're both at the air, the, the, the end end scene where they're like at the airport, and and Robert Robert De Niro was shot or whatever, and he's laying. Uh, you know? And then I'm like there, and all of a sudden, like the door opens. I thought it was my partner. <laughs> finally, finally, the cops showed up, and it was these two female cops that we know because we run into calls with each other all the time. And they walk in, and at this point, like not even because I'm I'm so into this movie. Did you go in the fridge and get a beer and some oh, shit? No, 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 no. I had a bottle of water with me. And um, but at this point, I not only unlaced my boots, but I took my feet out of them and then I had my feet on the coffee table and just smoke, just smoking a cigar, watching heat, and he's decomposing over about eight feet away from me. Just and smelling <laughs> up the joint. It was you didn't even really smell it. The cigar was going. I didn't I didn't even smell it. Um <laughs> The fucking door opens. The two cops walk in with my partner. It literally was like a sitcom. And I look over, and there they are. And they're like, the one, the one, the one cop. She's like, "What the fuck are you doing, Alan?" And I'm like, "Just finishing the movie. Thank God you guys showed up." Like, it, it for you them, guys. Yeah, it took them over over two hours. By the time we got there and stuff, and then I, it literally took them like two hours to get there. And then finally, I, I got, I put my boots on, I put the cigar, I put my cigar out, I, uh, I got all myself situated, and I walked over because we had, it was like a tag that you have to fill out, and then for the cops, because now we're done, we don't have to transport the body, the like, they have to make arrangements for the morgue to come 
to, to pick it up direct. If it was out on the street, we would take it to the morgue, but it was in the house. So I, I give them, I was like, all right, you guys are good. Here you go. Here's all the information. We'll see you later. And he was like, yeah, that's it. I went, I turned the stove off and so, and, and got rid of the coffee grounds. I'm like, all right, we're out of here. Here's all the info. And I sat there and I watched the entire movie of heat smoking a cigar with a dead guy. Was it like HBO or was there commercials like on TBS? Like oh, it was on cable. It was on cable. No, there's so no you had all the commercials got too. Got so got to not see only, not only did you sit through the entire movie, you watched all the G's. They were gone a long ass time. Yeah, no, I watched, the entire, I watched the entire movie. You're My favorite, you know, the, the shootout scene. I love that movie. Now I want to watch it. I what actually want to, I might watch that tonight as well. That is a great, that is one of my favorite Classic, movies. Classic movie. Classic. And it was just by chance. It I've only seen it once. It's not, that's not a movie I've seen multiple times, but it is a good movie. Oh, I've seen it a bunch of times. And it just, it, by chance, it was just starting. And I was like, oh, check this out. What am I going to do? What, what was I supposed to do? Just, Stand there for 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 two for two little over two hours waiting. You didn't have any hour. other seating arrangements, Alan. <laughs> I guess I could have sat in the kitchen, but what what was I gonna do? There was no TV in there. There was literally nothing to do. And yeah, I'm but so you like moved a chair in there or something like that. Where I wasn't. We weren't on the same couch. He was in the recliner. Oh, okay. That's that's we weren't on the same couch. Stuff. He was on the recliner next to the couch. The uh, only thing that would really I thought it was one of those long couches yeah. that had the recliner that no. on the ends. You know what I'm saying? No, it was a separate recliner, and it, I wouldn't have done it if like, listen, I've walked into so many houses where we pronounce the people in the family's home, and then you like, you you got to wait for the cops, so you got to kind of be like, oh, you know, I'm so sorry for your loss, and and the whole play the whole family game, and then in the hopes maybe, oh yeah, you know, we'll 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 be outside. We have to wait for the cops to come, but it doesn't have. It's not often where we have to wait that long for the cops yeah, to crazy. show up. It was just an extended period of time, and there was no family. The guy had a brother. It was either I forget if he was in Arizona or Texas. I don't remember because we had the information, but I wasn't calling him and. Uh, and it turned out to be his brother. The cops made the phone call. Like we would just, they, they, they do all the notifications. We just said, yep, he's dead. Um, it was, it's uh no, it was Brandy. It's New York city. The problem is it's not, not that, you, not that the cops took so long to get there. It's not an emergency. The guy's dead. So yep. it's just a procedural thing. We have so many other things calls. going on in New York. And it was, it was the height of the summer. I, I want to say it was in July. Oof. And it was so it's so busy that call after call after call that the non-emergency calls get stacked. Like they're not gonna come and deal with a dead guy laying in his living room over the guy who got shot or stabbed or the accident or 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 somebody that actually needs help. So for what uh, the unfortunate thing is, it takes an ambulance out of service the whole time. We can't leave, so it's one less ambulance in the area, and I have to jockey them around. Because if like if there's if there's a kid choking around the corner, we can't leave the body. You know, like we, we can't leave. It's, 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 you get fired for shit like that. Lose, lose your, your, your medic licenses and stuff. Like you, you get called, you, you pronounce somebody dead. You got to stay with them. Um, Crazy. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was sad too. Like the guy, he was like 45, 46 years old. He was on the heavy side and he had like a half eaten like turkey sandwich or something on, on a, on a paper plate on his lap. And he just, I, he had, he had the big one. And he was just done. He was probably he was probably there. I would say at least I don't know if I remember. It was probably like forty eight hours Oof. there until I don't know if somebody 
I don't know if it was a smell or somebody or a neighbor was checking on them and and because they didn't force entry into the apartment. The neighbor opened it with a key and found them. So I don't really I don't remember the circumstances on how they were figuring where they were looking for the guy. But um Yeah. We found some you're a sick fact. But it, why is that sick? Because I, I see, because I've never seen, like, I've only seen, like, a few dead bodies in my life, and they were oh. family members. Oh, all right. Like, like, I'm good on that, dude. Like, I'm good. Oh, God. I, I, don't, I, pro- I couldn't even put a number on how many dead Well, I'm sure. That's why I wouldn't, I could never be an EMT. I could never have done the job that you did. I couldn't do it. Nope, nope, nope. Before that, when I was like, in, like, yes, I could. Like, if I'm in a situation that I needed to do something, I could, I could, I could make it happen. But I'm not putting myself in those situations where I need to. You know what I'm saying? When I was in going like to medic school, back when I was like 18, 19 years old, I worked. I worked. I worked in an emergency room. When I, that was when I when I became a medic. Before I was on the ambulance, I worked in an emergency room for uh, a while and then but before that when i was going um i worked in the medical examiner's office briefly and that was a trip too because we were um like for we were forensic pathologist assistants so we would just be there to assist in like the autopsies and stuff and and then data keeping and shit and depending on when you were working and what me's were on and what cases were in there were doctors there that wanted to do nothing with getting dirty and they literally would draw on the bodies with sharpies and you would be you would have to do all the cutting for them and then the removal of the organ they were like all right weigh this so they would they would like do the actual removal uh, of the organs nope. and then like hold nope. your hand out like you were getting an easter egg and go weigh it and stuff for them like while they were doing it but they didn't want to do nope. any of the cutting so nope. Yeah, no, nope. nope. it's like nope. dissecting pigs in, in high school. We didn't dissect the pig in high school, we dissected a frog. Oh, we did a fetal pig and a frog. We did a frog, all right. It's That's like it. dissecting a frog, but bigger. Yeah, well, it's like the, the, frog. the frog laying on a slab, and now you got to cut them open. I did the frog, and I was like, nah, I'm good, I'm good. Like butchers, I'd rather not see all of that. I'd rather wait until afterwards. If I got to, I got to. But oh, even like even even like butchering meat that 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 bothers you too. No, I could. I actually watch a lot of butchering meat videos. I watch these twin brothers with big ass beards that are they they take apart full cows and shit. But they're fro like I see them frozen hanging. Like they're uh. not. I don't watch them like gut them and take out all the organs and shit. Like, I, like you, if you went on a hunting trip and you grabbed the deer, would you, would you do a field dressing? Would you be able to cut it open and scoop all the organs out? If I had to, to bring it back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would, I wouldn't enjoy it. I'd be like, this is disgusting. I would probably throw up, but I would, I, anybody, I, would I don't think anybody enjoy enjoys it, but like when I, so I guess it was different because that, that was the field I was in at the time and I liked it and it was learning and there was no more, there was no further learning than that when you got to sit next to medical examiners and they, and you get some really cool ones that would go over the whole thing with you. And then and they would like explain the whole cases they're doing it or they're talking out loud anyway, because they're recording themselves. But you know, some of the doctors wanted to do everything, but there were a few of them that if you were working that day and, and they were, they were scheduled cases, you, it was, you, 
you're getting your hands dirty. Oh, hopefully you were good, and you, you know, hopefully you were. Nope. You, you were all right because that. Well, that's, that's why I don't do that profession, my friends. That's why I sit behind a microphone and gangbang in the government instead. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's it. It was it was an experience. I'm sure it was. You have tons of stories because because of it, and uh, more power to you. But the, oh. the bone saws were fun. <laughs> what? The bone saws, like when you have to cut the skull. You had to do that. Yeah, man, I've done that. Yeah, fuck Absolutely. off, dude. Absolutely, absolutely. Nah, I cracked my head open. Like, I was, I was <laughs> like, I, when it comes to myself, I'm a fucking wacko. When I was a junior in high school, I cracked my head open for the second time. This one was more fun because I was a little older. Um, and I went to the hospital, and my mother met me there. And like, I was when I first smashed my head, I bombed down a uh, huge hill on my skateboard. I got a speed wobble. And I fucking tried to oh, jump. Yeah. I tried to jump to the grass. The last thing I remember is I tried to jump to the grass. I smacked my head on the concrete, slid 15 feet because I was probably going good 35 miles an hour down this hill. And then I got up. I walked to the other side of the street and collapsed in the grass. And I walked up to the the house, and I didn't think I was gonna have to go to the hospital. I was cleaning it. I was taking like pins, and I was poking my skull. And, uh, <laughs> This is this is before smartphones, but his father came home. He's like, yeah, we got to go to the hospital. I was like, ah, shit. So I, I called my mother. Everything on my phone starting to get blurry. I'm really concussed. And uh, I get to the hospital. I'm laughing at her because, like, I'm like, look, ma, like, it's my skull is in here. And I'm just messing around. <laughs> my skull is in here. Oh, uh, yeah, cry. it was bad. 30-something stitches uh, on Three three layers of muscle. It was fucking nuts. How old were you? I was a junior in high school. Oh, so you were so, you were older. It's not like you were a young oh, kid. No, I, yeah, I knew exactly what the fuck I was doing. Like, but I, I know I know adults the sight of blood, whether it's theirs, they're like going to a panic. Like, oh, oh they cut their oh, hand. No, I can see, I can see blood, but like, I like if I don't have to see that fucking shit, I'm good on it. Like, I can, I can handle it. But I'd rather not. Just like, just like Nancy Pelosi's tits. Like, I just rather not see them. Like you, you're like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I don't have to, I'd rather not. Oh, speaking of, what about Martha Stewart in the in the swimsuit issue? Oh, what is going on in this world? Why is Martha Stewart and the hey, tranny? What's that? And the tranny. I know. Right, they did both. Right. Martha Stewart and the tranny. Like that magazine. Do you know what boys do to that magazine? Those poor children, those poor teenage boys that are going through puberty right now. They're, they're stuck with fucking Martha Stewart and a tranny. I mean, what would you choose? I wouldn't <laughs> choose either. I'd go to the imagination. Hold on. So I, I got to I gotta just give me a second here. because It's not going to be a show until I pull it up. Wait, show and tell? Oh, my goodness. Hold on. Oh, she is 81. And, and Adidas, did you see Adidas? What they did? No, bro. They oh, have a, a male swimsuit. Someone made a meme of Joe Biden, I believe, um, wearing that the, the swimsuit or something with the yeah, it's uh, like some rainbow swimsuit and some black guys wearing it and he's like showing it off for adidas and he's a full-blown tranny no he's a dude he, he identifies as a guy 
but he wearing he's wearing a one piece woman's bathing suit. It's on Toria Brooks Twitter. I know that. No, I'm trying to look for Martha Stewart. A good picture of, of we got we got to check out old Martha here. Hold on, that's not really a good. But I don't know why websites do this. It really annoys me. But there she is. 81 years old. Look at them. Look at them things. Do my boobs hang low? Do they waddle to the floor? Can you tie them in a knot? Can you tie them in a bow? I mean, she's not hot or anything. It's not like I'm attracted to her. I, I just want to see the train wreck. Well, for 81, she looks great, but I, I'm sure there's some other things that she uses to look so young. Yeah, it doesn't look like she like has any had any like breast augmentation done. No. But I'm sure she got facial construction done and probably sipped on the old uh, blood she, cocktail. She's got she's got a uh, a really interesting relationship with uh, Snoop Dogg. Yep. You think Very they like smoked blunts together one yeah, time and they do a cooking show together. Oh they they Oh really? I didn't know about the cooking yeah, show. Yeah. I don't know if they still do, but they did. Yeah. You think Snoop ever ever hit it? I bet he did. I bet he did. <laughs> I bet he did. I'd be willing to put money. He smashed Martha Stewart. They're all sick fucks, dude. They're all that, into, like, weird shit. That would have been an epic sex tape to leak. Some skinny ass fucking dude, like six foot seven, skinny a skinny rail. Yeah. Like <laughs> he's so tall, and he probably weighs one hundred and fifty pounds. He's so skinny. Oh, and then Martha Stewart, her old bags just hanging to the floor. Oh, man. It's gross. It's fucking gross, dude. That is what it is. It's fucking right. gross. Throw Diane Feinstein and Nancy Pelosi in there. Now we got a party. Diane Feinstein, Feinstein, Nancy Pelosi. That would be a good celebrity death match. What, Martha Stewart, Nancy Pelosi, and no. Diane Feinstein? Well, D- Diane Feinstein and Nancy Pelosi. Or I wish they brought that show back, dude. That'd be epic. They couldn't make that show again today. Well, Janet Reno's dead, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Who would be the fourth? Because if you do tag teams, you could do you could do Nancy Pelosi, Diane Feinstein. Finds so death match. You could be dead and still be in yeah, the show. So how about how about Martha Stewart? Martha Stewart and Diane Feinstein. With Nancy Pelosi and Janet Reno, that would like the t- Jane Fonda. What about Jane Fonda? Jane Fonda, she's a sicko. Jane That's Fonda. That's what I'm saying. Like Jane Kathy Fonda, Griff- Kathy Griffin, or Kathy Griffin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kathy Griffin, and she's like using a fake Donald Trump bloody head as a weapon. Dude, can we someone make a claymation celebrity death match? That's one thing. I'm sh- I'm shocked none of the memers do videos like that. Like a, a version of like um celebrity death match, like. Marjorie Taylor Greene versus AOC or AOC versus like uh that takes uh, like you, you'd, Gobert. Have to, you'd have to have someone that's good at making stop motion with clay and things like that like that's a lot of work doing it that is. kind of stuff it is you have to take pictures frame by frame to make it look like they're moving or, and then yeah. it's a lot of work and you have to have the clay figurines like like that's a I couldn't imagine putting that show together. That had to have been a lot of work. Now it's probably it'd make it digital. We'll probably do it with it with AI. Show yeah. me claymation of so and so. 
it's fucking wild what you can do with I'll have to try. I want to I want to mess around with that a little bit, the AI like to see if it it'll generate cool videos or something. Might as well you it's here. He might as well use it, but it's scary what what it can do. It's very very scary what it can do. You see Lauren Boebert's getting a divorce? Yeah. Shocker. I'm not a big fan of her either. No. She's got that stupid pinchy face and she's just another mouth that like Her face. I no, listen, I, I'll give her credit. I'll give her credit for what she did uh with the the holdout for speaker i'll give her credit um for, st- for standing strong but other than that what has she done nothing she's just a loud mouth like yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if she's a, she, you know real no notable i mean now's the time to shine they got you know we'll, we'll see what i don't well, i, I like i like the articles of impeachment for mayorkas and uh, for all of these, but I, like it's it's again, it's a waste of time in my opinion. Like we should be putting our resources in to investigating criminal charges for the for an impending. Like we should have the thought process that listen, we're we're winning this presidency, and if we win, we're going to be able to hit the ground running. Not only are we going to win, we're going to hold the house and maybe even and and get the Senate. Um, yeah, we will be able to hit the ground running because we already did all the the legwork, the investigation work, and uh, the public opinion, the court of public opinion, these people are now ready for uh, some criminal trials because they have seen the truth. They've been waiting for it at this point. You know, American people want us, they're out for blood, some, you know. Oh, the veterans are pissed. I'll tell you right now, they're running, there's all these message boards. They're like, yo, this, like this country is falling apart. This is not what I, I, I sacrificed for. Oh, I, I, yeah. Listen, I, I have, I have friends of mine that served, you know, three, four deployments, Iraq, Afghanistan, and they are just beside themselves on how this country is. And there's so much regret still. And, and that they still, there are, there are some that feel that everything they did was for nothing. And even just, stemming from, you know, you're right. Stemming from the, the, uh, uh, evacuation of Afghanistan and how it went down, um, you know, I give Corey Mills out of Florida who I, uh, he, he's, he's got balls of steel, man. I mean, the guy, they got the plane and they, they, they got the team and with the, you know, no support from the American government and went and evacuated so many people on their own. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's, and I didn't, I, during the primary, I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even support him during the primary, but he's, uh, I like the things that he's doing and the way he's voting. Um, you know, you got a few seals in there that are, they're, they're, they're. Yeah. But usually the seals, unfortunately, they end up being establishment guys. You know, the, the one, the, the ones that are in there now that the, the few of them are, are, are supporting good legislation. They're not like, not Dan Crenshaw. I no, no, they're not. Not Dan Crenshaw. As a matter of fact, some of them seem to be the polar opposite of Dan Crenshaw. Listen, a lot of SEAL Team guys. If you if you go and you search for some of these videos, um, they don't speak very nicely about um, Dan Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw has made me hate pirate movies. I can't even Dan Crenshaw. Crenshaw sucks, dude. He sucks. He really does. He really does. Listen, he. Uh, from January 6th to even just guys, members, there, there was that one SEAL who got charged with uh, with murder and uh, 
was ultimately found not guilty. He was acquitted. And so many people were going to Dan Crenshaw and he was lying, saying, yeah, I'm trying to help him. When in fact it was opposite. We're like, yeah, he should stay in prison. Like I heard that story. You know, like there's videos of the, of, of the guys talking about it, other seals and stuff on operators. And it's, it's just, it's sick. You know, these, these people are very corrupt. They're bought off. They're blackmailed. There's so many things that they hold against them. Um, you know, Barry, Barry Satoro was in the news recently doing a CBS interview. Yeah. And uh, he's saying that we need to get all of our guns taken away. And we were talking about, you know, military and things like that kind of remind me of this. Good uh, luck, I, Barry. Well, no, I, I, I look at all the news that is breaking right now. All this stuff that's not looking good for the Democrats, whether it's Epstein information, whether it's the FBI information, whether it's Hunter Biden and the Biden situation information, all of this stuff is coming out around right now. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And they need something to, to fill the, the airwaves and cover things up so they don't have to talk about it. So the people aren't like, wait, why aren't they covering this stuff? So I expect some sort of shooting or false flag event to be coming fairly soon everybody keep their head on a swivel uh because i i could see something like that happening to uh fill the void of the news station so they don't have to cover the real news and then they can also do a very big gun grab push uh after that as well because barry's on out on cbs he's like well australia australia they had a shooting like 30 years ago and they're like yeah we're not we're not gonna do that again so he took all the guns away we should do that here did you see, and I just want to see if they updated it, because you talk about false flags and stuff. Um, Ooh. You see this thing out of California. This is like the most recent article on it, a few days ago. Um, rail car carrying 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate, a key material used in the bomb that blew up a federal building in Oklahoma City in 95, went missing from a rail car that left a commercial explosive facility in Cayenne bound for California. A rail car carrying this 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate. A chemical used in explosive at Wyoming coal mines left Cayenne for California on April 12th. Two weeks later, the chemical was discovered missing from the rail car, and no one is entirely certain what happened to it. Ammonia, oh. am, ammonia nitrate is primarily used as a fertilizer, but was also a key chemical used in the bomb um, that terrorist right-wing extremist. Which, which is another false flag. Yeah, uh, Timothy McVeigh uh, built up tons of tons of documents yeah, that they needed to cover up. In Oklahoma City in 95. That but, had to do with the Clintons, by the way. Right. And, you know, the whole – so did you see the Waco Netflix doc the, – the, so there's the documentary on Netflix. I saw the show. And I, and I the, and the show – the show I, I'm, I'm actually watching now. It's pretty good. Um, I, I just started watching it. Um, but the, the – I didn't watch the documentary yet. The, yeah, the, the documentary is like the real interrogators and stuff. One of the guys, yeah. one of the real snipers and stuff like that. And their whole riff and how you know the FBI and the ATF were blaming each other and all that shit. And how like Ruby Ridge was a shit show and they had a you know make up for it so the ATF wouldn't get uh, uh defunded and that Clinton may have actually agreed to. So all of a sudden Waco happened because of the grenade casings. Yep. 
And then, of course, the whole, well, Timothy McVeigh was at Waco with the press, with, with all of those people, and he was, like, selling anti-government bumper stickers and shirts and shit. And then, so you know, of course, they molded the Oklahoma City bombing as mm-hmm. the, because the Oklahoma City office was where they, the one, the agent was who I think gave the order or whatever of, of uh, attacking the, the Waco compound. And it was like payback for that um, in a sense, but anyway, whatever. So they said this rail car was in transit from a Dino Noble manufacturing plant West of Cayenne on route. Sure. Saltdale, California, which is near Moab. The company is a global commercial explosive manufacturer producing more than 54 million pounds of packaged explosives and more than 1.2 million tons of ammonia nitrate capacity, according to the company's website. Uh, the rail car was sealed when it left the Cayenne facility and the seals were intact when it arrived in Saltdale. Um, once Dino Noble learned of the missing chemicals, company employees notified the National Response Center. They said um, a leak may have developed at the bottom gate of the rail car, allowing the chemical to spill out at some point during its transit. Um, So, I mean, if that's the case, they could probably follow the rail. And find it pretty easily. And at least if it's not visible, you could probably test for remnants of it. Um, It just goes into about, how the, the it can be used in the construction sounds of pretty shady to me alan sounds pretty shady to me and it's interesting like how would it just all right so the seal of the rail car was intact and it's gone 30 tons that's 30 no, tons don't. of explosive that's 30 tons of explosive chemicals that just disappeared so 30 tons of explosive chemicals just leaked out of a rail car from point A to point B along the route, and it's gone undetected still. They didn't say, oh, we found remnants of it, or was it ever in the rail car? Did Was it sealed in the rail car, or was it removed and the seal put back because we're talking about professional operators, and are we going to see – because here's the thing, too, and we spoke about this, I think, on Tuesday with the Two Doomed Men, where the FBI is in a really, really, really shitty spot mm-hmm. right now. They're looking bad to the American people. And I, I I compare it to what happened with Ruby Ridge and Waco. Like they, uh, I think this is worse than that. Well, is, is, it, is there something that the FBI is going to need to do? No. In order to save face and to make sure that they are not defunded. I mean, let's face it. The executive branch is not going to allow the FBI to to be defunded. The Senate, as it stands, is not going to allow the FBI to be defunded, whether it be completely or partially. So, but... And the FBI has been corrupt since its inception. But it's, it, right. It's still going to cause problems because the only leeway, the only leverage that the legislative body has is appropriations, budgeting. That's the only leverage they have with these federal agencies is giving them more money, cutting their funding, giving them a lot less, and taking away. So they, they can't indict, they can't arrest, they can't do any of that shit but so the only thing, the only recourse they have is literally appropriations of funds. 
and the FBI wants to make sure the bureaucrats in the FBI want they do not want to be defunded. They want to make sure they're getting all of their fancy money for all of their fancy toys that they're using to to uh, spy on us. Yep, domestic terrorists, us yep. NAGA Republicans. So, what kind of false to the rule of law? Right, that are threats to the rule of law, and nobody's. It's out there, but nobody's like. Where did these 30 tons of explosive chemicals go? Where did all... Just poof, vanished, disappeared, Alan. I, I Listen, this would be, this would be a, a big play for them to do something like that and, you know, a terrorist attack to blame it on white supremacists. Like, it would go right along their, their narrative. Would you be surprised at all? No. No. No, nothing surprises me now. Some crazy right-wing lunatic stole some chemicals and is now holding a building hostage, this, that, and the other. Like, there's so it, many it, things. It that- would have to be, it would have to be a substantial, it would have to be a notable substantial target. Like, it would have to be of, of something that's going to, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, it would have to be something big to show that the FBI is the hero in finding and exposing the right-wing extremism involved in doing this. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. It, it, it would. Yeah, it would cause a booster. You have the Patriot Front marching around. Proud Boys still running around. Which four of them were convicted of seditious conspiracy of a bullshit. Some of them weren't even there. Yep. And then, you know, they're. It's just it's it's it's. Wild. We know all of those organizations have been infiltrated. We know every single one of them. Uh, whether it was, uh, whether we know who they are or not, uh, there's FBI agents in all of those organizations at this point. Um, it's crazy what they're doing, the FBI, and what they're wasting their time, their money, and their resources on. And like we said at the top of the show, taking people off of child trafficking cases to to do this nonsense work and target and jot down license plates in school board parking yep, lots and target American citizens, pieces of shit. You piece of shit. It's so wild because when I the one school board meeting I went to right before um schools were opening back up after the whole COVID bullshit when they were finally opening back up. I know. And I went to the school board meeting and it was the most attended school board meeting like ever. It was like 300 people there. And I got up and I made a fucking uh it was a bitch session and it so many people were there and and um I got yeah. You know, a lot of applause. A lot of people did. And then, you know, and I went at them and the school board were afraid to leave the building. Like they ended, they, there was some people that were shouting and the meeting. Sensitive to people's children, Alan. The, the meeting, the meeting, that's why, listen, I was there. I, I was, I, I was not happy. And I was one of the few people that got up to the podium and fucking let them have it. And I, I, I called them all out and I told the one guy, I go, you know, if I was anywhere else, you wouldn't have that smug look on your fucking face. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so they wouldn't answer anybody's questions. They just were like this, you know, fuck off basically is the attitude we were getting of all the empty suits up there. And that was when I, when I left there, that's when I made the decision to pull my kid and because of the stupid decisions they were making when they were coming back to school. But anyway, when we were leaving, they ended, they ended the meeting early. They got every, they wanted everybody out of the building. Literally there was like 300 people there. It was big. 
they went backstage. Now, a couple of the security guards there were all cool. They were all like on our side too. It was, it was great, but they couldn't acknowledge that. One of them came up to me and said, one of these coward fucks, they told me which one it was, called the cops and said, hey, we're afraid to leave the building because there's an awful lot of angry parents here. We all came out of the building. They closed the doors. They locked the school. There was about seven security guards. They're all cool. Some of them were even parents in the district. We were bullshitting with one of the, some of them. And like seven, it was either seven or eight cop cars showed up, right? Mm-hmm. No like lights blaring or anything. They came in. I actually ended up knowing three of the cops. Um, and they, the cops were like, we don't even know why we're here. Like we don't even, they, they called and said, waste of time, waste of resources. They were afraid to leave the building and they were not happy that they were there. And they were like, they want us to stay here until the last car leaves. This is the school board because they're afraid they're in another part of the school and they're afraid to go to their cars in the other little park because they all have to drive out. So literally all right, yeah, exactly. So like, all right, we all were like, whatever. Everyone was getting in their cars and leaving anyway. It was the end of the meeting. It's not like we were there with pitchforks and and and, and torches. But but that was this. That was before the whole like, oh, now all of it was like right after that is when they started saying, oh, you have t- you have parents showing up at school board meetings threatening with violence, threatening school board members, and then all that shit with the DOJ happened. And it was just, it, it was Shocker. wild. Shocker. Because, Shocker. because the, the next, there, there was a couple of the school board meetings that I didn't go to, but there were people in the parking lot watching. That was, and that I was. down license plates. And that was after the fact of when all of those letters went out. So it was just stupid and wild. It, it's just wild what they it's, did. It's wild. I mean, speaking of wild, you see this shit take of the week from Snaggletooth Phil Murphy? Oh, with the yeah, with the the school, um, the schools uh, not telling parents their children are coming out as LGBTQ uh, and keeping that information from their children from their parents. So this goes back to like, listen, that's that's another big fight because you have, yep, here it is. Um, you sick fuck, snaggletooth. So he literally tweeted out. Governor Phil Murphy of New Jersey, piece of shit. And he was responding to someone, this guy, Jay Weber. He literally, this guy, Jay Weber, was like, parents love and know their kids better than Attorney General Platkin and Governor Murphy do. Schools shouldn't withhold info on kids from parents. That goes across the board. There is no way that schools, school officials, should be holding back any information from their parents unless they know that this kid is being abused at home and they're trying to protect the children from an abusive home, which happens. But this is that's how they see it, though, Alan. They see like them not accepting the child as abuse. And, and, And they don't have the right to see it that way. If a kid comes to school covered in bruises and a fat lip and they say, yeah, listen, I'm getting roughed up at home or they're they're afraid to and they know that their fucking mother and father are. Are, are knocking the shit out of these kids. That's a different story. This yeah. is nothing near that. And and you're right. Who's and, your goes, and what does he do? And it, you know, it, literally the governor goes, "Sorry, 
but requiring school staff to out LGBTQ plus students to their parents is wrong. Coming out is a personal decision. We won't allow government mandated outing that puts the health of our young people at risk. What does that even mean? That means if my kid, who might be fucking delusional at 10 years old, walks into her fifth grade class and goes, I want to be a boy and I want to be on hormone therapy to be a boy, but I don't want to tell my father about it. Please help. And the, and, and the, 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 the school is not going to come to our parents and says, listen, we need it. We got the school counselor involved, but we need to notify you of this situation. You're not going to notify me. You're really not going to tell me that did my, my, my kid. If you withheld that, if I had a kid, you withheld that from me. I'm beating the shit out of everybody involved. Going to right. jail. Like I, I, I'm literally going to, yeah, most parents are going to have a tremendous problem with that. So in my eyes, Governor Phil Murphy and anyone in New Jersey government that's willing to do that, you're grooming children. You are complicit in uh, promoting mental illness to minors and, and God knows what else from what makes you, what in your right mind makes you think that the state knows what's better for the kids than their own parents. You have the press secretary standing in the white house and even the, even Joe Biden has said it. And uh, many other Democrats are, you know, these are our children. Like they like, no, 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 no. The, they're my fucking. Nope. It's my fucking kid. Yup. It's 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 no, the but that's, that's what they want, Alan. They want the children. This is why the rat race was created. This is why they put women in, into the workforce and pushed for that because then they can tax them and then the kids can be raised by the school system in the state. We know how it's, schools are indoctrination centers. This is not by accident. This is all by design. And now now they're trying to say, okay, well now we you don't even own your kids. It, the state doesn't. Hillary Clinton was very open about it. She's talked about how she wants the state to own the children own what a word mm-hmm. own he's sick facts i want to own hillary clinton i want to walk her i want to walk her around on a leash like a fucking dog i want to make her wear a dog mask and make her eat out of a disgusting dog bowl with her cottage cheese legs yeah and then i want to make her shit on the sidewalk and jam her nose into it and tell her how bad she is for shitting on the sidewalk that's what i want to do to hillary clinton you're such a fucking sick fuck. Bill, Bill Clinton, I want to make him act like a dog, and I want to bring him to the vet and watch them surgically remove his balls and neuter him. That's what yeah, I, would I would love to see. I would love to see him hung hung from a building by his balls until they tear off his skin, honestly, and then falls to his death. Yeah. That would be fun. That's That'd it. That would be really fun. We're, we're now at the top of a list somewhere. Oh, we're Alan, we're already on a list. We just talked bad about Hillary Clinton. Alan Jacoby and James Curry did not kill ourselves. No, we are not suicidal. We did not kill ourselves. Uh, if anything of the sort comes out, you know, you heard it here first and clip this message so they can't erase it from the internet. So we got a lot of people in the Rumble chats. Please, if you're in the Rumble chat right now, if you're in James's channel or my channel, hit the green follow button. Just hit the follow button. If you don't have a Rumble account, make one but if you're if you're in the chat you probably have one but if you're just watching and you you don't have a rumble account you should make one and then you should tell us yeah, how Rumble's much you hate better us. Than YouTube. 
in the chat. Like we want to hear from you. Like there's been a lot of people coming through the chat tonight. And if you're coming through, just hit the follow because it helps us get seen more on rumble. And then you should be chatting and saying how much you don't like how, how, how ugly yeah, how James is how James is the I am. Right. Alan's a piece of shit and I'm the greatest. Yep. Pretty much. I'm, but I am, I am the most lovable piece of shit in the game. This, this may be true. This may be true, but you're still a piece of shit. Um, go to mypatriotcigars.com and buy some awesome cigars and use code WPRUSA and you can get 15% off. Do that. I, uh, I, I actually smoked one the other night. I went for, I went for a walk with the dog and I brought one on the walk. It was fucking fantastic. A little TNT action. And it was, it was a phenomenal smoke. Actually, my girl loves them. My girl loves the cigars. Oh, really? Yeah, she really enjoys them. There's gift cards on there. You can literally get someone you know a gift card. And, you know, Memorial Day is coming. MyPatriotCigars.com. Use promo code WPRUSA. It's literally actually, like... That's what I got to do. I got to actually pick up a, a, a sample pack. Well, don't do it from the website. I'll just... You, yeah, I'll give you a discount. Yeah, it's the least I could do. I'll send you some. Don't worry. Because I want to give some to my brother-in-law for him to have. Um, that's cute. It was his birthday the other day, so I'll give it to him as a birthday gift. I don't give anybody birthday gifts. Yeah, but I, he's a good dude. And uh, my birthday, I'm, my birthday's coming up a couple weeks, June sixth. What are you sixty? Almost forty-four. Big forty-four, big Barry Satoro over here. I'm gonna big be Barry Satoro. I'm gonna be forty-four, and uh, actually, isn't that? Oh, that that's a oh. That's a Tuesday, and I'm not going to be here. Not because it's my birthday, because I I wouldn't give a shit if it was my birthday. I would be I would do a show, but I have my daughter decided to join chorus, lame, and she's literally hey. her whole chorus class is singing at the Long Island Ducks baseball game, which Ducks fly that together, which like. I'd I'd rather watch paint dry and apparently we're going to the game and we're staying. I'm like, so we're just, she's just going to sing and we're going to leave. Right. And go like get, get ice cream. And just, oh no, we're going to stay for the whole game. Oh, so you're going to torture me on my fucking birthday and make me sit at a sporting event that I fucking so you'd much rather do a show is what you're saying. Much rather do a show. I'd much rather be on the show and doing that. Gang banging on the government. We'll go to my page. Cigars.com use code WPRUSA. Get some today. They're fucking unbelievable. What were you going to say, Alan? Brandy just called me young. She said, oh, my God, you are young, Alan. At 44, I'm young. You're always calling me an old fuck. How old are you? Me? Not, not you, Brandy. I'm not asking you your age. James. I'll be 35 in September. 35? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm almost, I'm like, I'm nine years older than you? Yes. I can do math. Yes. Brandy, I'll give Shepherd's Watch Foundation a promo code. You tell me, you DM me on the Twitter machine. You tell me, you have to give me your email. You got to tell me what your promo code wants, what you want it to be. I'll set it up. I'll send it to you and you can promote it all you want. And you, yeah, you can do that. So you, you DM me, but yeah, 44. Well, well, let me know what day that is. So I can not only tell you happy birthday and to get fucked, but so I know not to schedule somebody for that day. June 6th. Okay. I got to take, cause I have, I have a couple feelers out. I got to take that off the day. The... Yes, Brandy. James is a giant bearded, ugly baby. 
You're absolutely correct. She said James is a baby. Randy would never say anything so so mean. Have to you me. ever seen? I I saw a pic. I don't know where the hell you showed him. They were. I saw pictures of James with a beard. He looks like such a retard. You mean without a beard? Yeah, without a beard. Yeah. yeah, I posted on. I posted a picture of my old MMA days training with Amanda Nunez and Jim Miller and all these all these fucking heavy hitters, and I had a skin tight beard. MMA fluffer. Yeah, I was the the fluffer in MMA. You were the towel boy. Yep. Yeah, but I would take everybody in the locker room and fluff them. <laughs> yeah, my old coach was on uh, a big podcast with Mickey Gall and uh, Gerard. What's his name? The comedian, big Italian guy. Who was that? Um, let me see. I know who you're talking about, but I can't think of his name. Gerard Michaels. Oh, it's not who I was thinking about then, because I have no idea. That name doesn't even ring a bell. I don't know what I was thinking. You saw his face. I'm sure you'd recognize him, because he does some really funny, like, Italian skits. Uh, he's not from Boston, is he? Uh, no, I'm sure he's from New Jersey area. Oh, there's, a, there's, one, there's an Italian uh, comedian. Maybe the Slick and Thick show. Thick? So, what yeah, it? it's the show. Oh, and he, Sal, Sal Greco is on their show recently. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yes, he, he they're in Miami, aren't they? Uh, I think they are now. But yeah. Sal was Sal was just on their show. He was in studio too, I wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you he knows them. He knows them really well. That's he right. Knows he knows Mickey Gall. I used to train with Mickey. Uh I was ending my fight career as he was starting his. Okay. I get it. I know it now. Yeah, so we're back. We're back. We're back this day. We're back Tuesday. Tuesday. We're gonna start doing some more spaces. We're we're gonna probably do one soon with the two doomed men, and Garrett and, and Steve from Sergeant Samurai. We're gonna start doing some more of those. So look out for us in Twitter Spaces. We'll uh, we'll promo those to the few people that get to see our content because we're so shit censored. And don't um, don't forget, you know, James likes to do his uh, his red pill gaming on Rumble too. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Come and hang out while we gangbang in the government and we play some mediocre gaming. We actually got some dubs the other day, dude. We were we were waiting for you to chirp in in the chat. Scorpion was like, "Where the fuck is Alan?" I don't know. Oh, was that? Oh, yeah. I don't know where I was. I saw that you guys were live, but I don't know what I was doing. I wasn't able to pop in. I saw it and I was like, "We got oh, a couple of dubs." We were, we were fucking. We had some highlight reels going. We're doing. We're well, doing our thing. What were you playing? You were playing Fortnite. Yeah, absolutely. Because Call of Duty sucks. The only game you play. No, I want to play Call of Duty, but Call of Duty sucks. It's shit. It crashes all the time. There's so many cheaters. It's a fucking shit game, and then they prey on you with money. Like, it's a fucking joke. I'm going to fire up. I think tomorrow. I was actually supposed to rain on Sunday. Either tomorrow or Sunday, I'm going to fire up the Xbox and 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 uh and get back playing Grand Theft Auto. Because I'm sure by now they've done – because they do updates every once in a Grand while. Grand Theft Auto has so many online updates. It's It's – it's unbelievable. Yeah, and I I always play online because I always get the I I I'm I'm just online, an the, they're coming out with a new one, Alan. When the new one comes out, I'm gonna be gaming that hard. I'll get it because I don't even do the missions. I go I and I just try to start all. I try to like get a crew together of other online people, and then we just go and go and kill other online people. Rape just, and pillage, yeah. Yeah, we just yeah rape, pillage, set hookers on fire, do mass shootings in front of churches. It's a real stress reliever. It's, it's, it's Alan wishes this is what real life could be like. I do. If it was Grand Theft Auto, the world would be such a better place where you can literally without, 
any hesitation, just go out onto the beach and start running people over in bikini. You could bang a hooker and then kill her and after you pay her and take the money and, and then go back. Money and, back and then a little extra money from her other tricks you can yeah. take back. Yeah, it's it, Alan would love that life. Imagine, yeah, imagine if the world was Grand Theft Auto, where you could just like steal a cement truck and just run over a hundred people. That would be and a then drive uh, to the airport and get into a jetliner and just fly around. They have the re- the the remaster of Grand Theft Auto Three Vice City in San Andreas. It's pretty good. Is that a new one? So the the original, like you, you probably grew up playing Grand Theft Auto Three yeah, Vice like a, City. Whatever the newest was, it Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, that's the one I have on Xbox. No, but what I'm saying is, remember the ones that we grew up with: Grand Theft Auto Three, Vice yeah. City, like yeah. the Miami, New York City. Yes, like that's the ones that we grew up with. They remastered those, and you could buy them and and replay them. They're fucking awesome. On the new, so, on, for the new machines. Yeah, yeah. Really, I have it on the Nintendo Switch and on the PlayStation. You can get it on the PC if you want to. Mine's you been literally. Honest. You can literally download Steam, which is a free program, and download that game and play it right on your computer. Mine's been unplugged for forever. If I could figure, if I can get it back, because I Alan, you have a PC. You could literally all the game, like all of that's on PC now. I know, but that like. You, you can take your Xbox controller and plug it into your PC and your gaming and you have better graphics and better everything. You can you you can use the remote, you can use the controller with the PC. This is what I use to play Fortnite, Xbox controller. And you play it on the computer. Yes. Oh, I like that because the online versions of Grand Theft Auto, you can do like the upgrades and you can do all kinds of cool shit. Yeah, 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 all the all the all the mods and shit that the you mods. get with online on the PC. That's what I'm saying. You could literally plug in your your controller, download it on the PC. I could we I'll, I'll set you up. I'll I'll set you up. I you know I'm gonna get addicted and end up getting divorced. <laughs> it's like what are you doing? Like where's the fucking meatloaf? Where's the meatloaf ready yet? I'm playing games. I'm I'm setting hookers on fire. You're lucky this is not Grand Theft Auto because I'd be doing it to you next. Yeah, because I would end up. Oh yeah, you're lucky we don't live in Grand Theft Auto because I would throw you off a building right now. Like I, so <laughs> then I'm gonna end up like streaming Grand Theft Auto, and I'm gonna be like, what is this guy? He's setting hookers on fire, and he's doing mass shootings at the beach. Like, what's wrong with him? Well, then you'll have me and Scorpion there and your gang just kicking them while they're down. It'd be fucking awesome, dude. <sighs> They should have like met like you should be able to wear a MAGA hat. Oh, dude, if they put Donald Trump in any of those games, like it would oh, be the number it. one it selling have, skin. Yeah, you'd have like 50 Donald Trumps running around going, I'm going to come and then shooting people in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, because I, I hook when I play, my game is hooked up to my soundboard. So like I'm I'm blasting I'm come. In oh, sound pads all start. the time. Yeah, during the game. Absolutely. So like you kill somebody. And you literally hit the soundboard and do whatever you want. It's oh, fucking great. God. We're having fun over here. Yeah, we do. We do a little. We do a little thing called trolling. I do. We do a little trolling. We call it. We do a little trolling. You got. You got to get that in the pads. I do. Yeah, I'm gonna write That's that down. Gotta right. do. I got to mess with my roadcaster and I got to set up my pads. I got. There's a lot of Bob's got to do some stuff in the background because. The end of June was I think June twenty sixth is I'm I'm gonna do the morning show on Rumble, eight a.m. bright and early eight a.m. Eastern. Like wants to wake up at eight in the morning and listen to you. You know how many people are gonna be up? You know a lot of people. Let me tell you those those morning Rumble shows. 
They do all right. Like there were some of these shows, they're all like six. Yeah, they, they, they do all right, but I mean, look at you, dude. Like you're it's a cardinal, be, you're you're rough is, around the edges. No, it's no. gonna be MAGA mornings. All that's the show, MAGA mornings. We're doing everything MAGA America first. We're going hard with Donnie Trump against Meatball Ron and everybody else in the establishment. We're gonna have fun. Our show, Monday to Friday, it's going to be on Rumble, June 26th. It's going to start. As a matter of fact, make sure you tune in. Here's the uh, here's my here's the graphic for the show. <laughs> MAGA mornings. Look, look at Donnie in the sunshine. Look at that. Good morning. You, you should have one for every day made with Donald Trump saying good morning and then the day and have the sunrise. Oh, I should do that. Good morning. It's Monday. Yeah, like Don, like like how Nancy Pelosi in the in the sun, like good, good morning, morning Sunday morning. morning. Yeah, and have Donald Trump and said good morning. It's Monday morning. Good morning. It's Tuesday morning. Uh, like he's got that like uh, good morning, and then I'm good. Go to work. <laughs> yeah, go to work. Why are you listening to me? You're fired. Some ridiculous. See, Brandy already. I'll be a regular with my coffee. Can't wait. I wear Brandy. What is it's 8 a.m. Eastern. Is that are you on Eastern time? I don't even know where the hell you are. No, you're in Texas, she's in, right? She's in Texas with the the uh, Maceroses. So that's what, what time is that? Is that central? I don't even know. What is Texas? So that's an, that's an hour early. I think an hour earlier, maybe. Yeah, 7 a.m. Central. 8 a.m. Eastern. I think Central's an hour earlier. I think, but yeah, that'll be cool. I got anyway. I got to have producer Bob set up some stuff for it, and then in the shout whole out producer Bob helping us with the glitch, making things happen. I meant to shout yeah, him out last week. Stopped, it's been working pretty solidly. He stopped glitching, but yeah, and then uh, hopefully they because if we if we can expose a new morning audience and then corrupt them to come to the Tuesday and Friday night show, that's the we, goal. We can see how many people we could. Uh, we can corrupt all over Rumble, and uh, yeah, taking over Rumble one subscriber at a time. We're just gonna throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, we got a lot of big plans coming. There's a lot of big things coming uh, from us, from Alan and James. We got some things in the works, and I'm excited to bring them to the table. Uh, some really fun activities going on, and uh, yeah, so look it out. Look out for Monday mornings, MAGA mornings. Tuesday yeah, Monday, mornings, Tuesday. MAGA mornings, yeah. Wednesday mornings, MAGA mornings, Thursday morning. MAGA morning, Monday to Friday at 8 a.m. MAGA mornings and Friday morning, MAGA mornings. There might be some mornings I'm a little grumpy and really fired up and ready to go. Sometimes I wake up and I'm just spitting venom like, I hey, fuck these people. I wake up. Yeah, dude, I can't do like morning time. I need my morning time to like do positivity oh. things otherwise <laughs> i will be such an angry piece of shit i will be alan 2.0 i will literally be alan 2.0 i it's not that i'm angry it's just i i'm you hate I, everything i get up i get up i make coffee so like i'm doing it june 26 because that's what my daughter she's finished fifth grade and then the summer so she's done so like i'm up 6 30 in the morning anyway like my eyes are open that's it like I, I don't even need an alarm clock. So I have my coffee. We're going to talk about, do some headlines. I'll do a little prep. We're going to talk about shit. Um, and then, yeah, we'll just, we're just going to start. My, my goal of the show is getting 
all of the positive things that Donald Trump has done and wants to do, Agenda 47, out into the as much as possible, out into the into the rumble universe and can you know countering all of the negative bullshit. And then once he's through the primary into the election season, into into the general, and then but but other shit too. Like we're gonna just whether it's culture war, it's politics. Maga season all day. Maga season. It's time, and it's it's. Listen, it's going to be an hour, fifty five minutes, an hour. It's time to bust out the red caps, ladies and gentlemen. I want to see him floating around. It is. It's it's time to bust them out. Let your let your freak flags fly. Show your support. Let everybody know that we want to take this country back. I've been wearing mine again out to the public. I still don't wear it to get food or things like that because you don't want people spitting in your food and shit. But. Other than that, like if I'm just going to run errands, I got my MAGA hat on. Uh, MAGA, and you'd be everyone's how many motto. More compliments I get than I did in. Tw- I got compliments in 2020, but like everybody's like, yeah, super fired up. I gotta see if I have if I have room for it in 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 the in the in the Twitter bio. But somewhere, everybody's motto now because it is MAGA season. It's it's oh it should be always MAGA season. MAGA hat stays on. That's it. That's the line. MAGA hat stays on. 24-7. Let's go. Let your freak flags fly. Let everybody know. Don't shy away from the support. Like I like it, it shouldn't be a rarity anymore where you walk out to a place and you see a red hat walking around. No. Like it was like I used to love going out and spotting a red hat in the wild. I'm like, oh, a friend. What's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like it yeah. should be every time I go out to the store, I'm seeing red hats everywhere. Like this is awesome. I literally, I think I'm gonna I meant to order it. I got a I got my my flagpole out front where I can hang three flags. I don't have anything out there right now. Cause I, I want to get a new American flag and um, I want to order it for, I forget that company. They're uh, American made American flags. They're all over. They always have a commercial on Newsmax and shit. Anyway, I forgot where they are, Texas or whatever. I want to order it from them, but I also want to get a Trump 2024 flag. I'm going to hang that out there and um, you know, see if I get a knock on the door from, I don't know, maybe FBI agents. I don't know. <laughs> We might, we might, we might. I want to, I, there was that, there was that girl. She got those two young female FBI agents that looked like they were out selling perfume that knocked on that woman's door and got her mother and was like, oh yeah, we just need to, need to talk to her from the FBI and have them call her office and like writing it on loose leaf and shit. It was weird. I forgot what it was for. She was from some organization and they just came and they got her mother and they were like, yeah, we just need to talk to her. They're like, so fucking corrupt, dude. I wouldn't trust a goddamn thing from these people. Oh no! Like, listen, if the FBI showed up at my house and they wanted to talk about the 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 uh, the the color of the of the sky, I'd be like, listen, here's a number to my attorney, call him. Like, You're fucked. And hopefully, maybe get a good sound bite out of it because the whole front of my house is wired for sound on my cameras. Like, not even the ring cameras. Like, I have. I have three cameras in the front of my house. Oh, some of them are good, dude. When when that lady almost ran me over, you get my neighbor picked up the sound. So like the I can so the audio on my front cameras, if the neighbors across the street have their window open and their TV on, I can hear their TV. When people oh, are driving dude. by and they're on their phones, like in their their Bluetooth or the I, I can hear whatever song it is. I get everything. Awesome. People walking past the house and I can hear what they're talking about. It's it's wild that the audio picks up. They got night vision and shit. Yeah, it's wild. Night vision goggles. Night vision oh goggles. 
All right, listen, Freedom Friday. I know three and a half hours, dude. It's been it's been fun, and it still is a bunch. There's a bunch of people in all the chats, but we're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap it up, and we're gonna be back Tuesday, eight thirty p.m. Eastern. We the people Same. radio. Do we have a guest Tuesday or no? Nope, nothing lined up. It's just gonna be. It's just gonna. They're gonna have to deal with just us again. All right. Unless unless something happens and we bring somebody. There's 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 some things I'm talking to. Well, well. Uh, There'll we'll be, a, I'm sure there'll be a lot, to, a lot happening between now and Tuesday, but we'll uh, enjoy the weekend. It's Friday, and well, actually, it's, it's after midnight where I am, so it's officially Saturday. But it's it's springtime. The weather's beautiful. Get outside, enjoy the sun, spend time with friends and family. This is what we're fighting for, ladies and gentlemen. We're not just gang banging on the government, just to gang bang on the government. We're fighting for the things that we truly love to do. So go out and do that this weekend. Hope everybody has a good weekend. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday, same bat time, same bat channel. Uh, until next time, guys. Here we go one, we go all. MAGA hat stays on. See you Tuesday.